As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is dedicated to our Gondorian princess, Charlotte Jean, born on International Tolkien Day, the day the ring was destroyed and the Gondorian New Year. Happy second birthday, Moon Girl. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Randy. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, in a little village called Amanda, and in the North Farthing in Gandalf's Pad. Uh, That's your place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is the blue still a go or is it not a go here? I mean, I, so, uh, okay. So, well, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> uh, I wrote this like two weeks ago when the timeline was true for right, this. Right. So yes. maybe what we could do is um, people could literally go back, uh-huh. listen to the first part, hit the 15 second button, maybe once or twice. Right. And then hear this part and pretend that. You know, suspend belief that we actually had this conversation. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, here, is that here, it is. here it is. Yes. Let's take. Because it was such again. a cool thing that lined up, dude. It I was know. crazy. Okay. I know it was. Go back 15 seconds. Here we go. This week. We this week, friends, I'm back in Amanda. I haven't seen <laughs> Lane's flesh or Lane in the flesh, rather, since Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm not a mortician, but if my calculations is correct. <laughs> by the way, it says is correct. That's just about how long it took. Thorin's company to reach Lake Town, and if that ain't just another, I don't know what that word is, connection, kooky, is that, a, is that an appropriate, is that like, my name is That's Ezra. a phonetic spelling. Okay. It's not. It's Paul. I'm warmly, I, 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 I can't even speak now. I warmly <laughs> welcome you. I was thinking of, of warm gravy. I don't know what, just, something's going so, on here. Dude, dude, the name game used to be my favorite thing to write. And yeah, just because or do I guess, but this has replaced it easily. 
Like they the keep more ridiculous longer. I can make the I know, I know. And I, I and, don't know what to you know. And you're sworn to read them and you don't read them before, which is I do we need not. to continue we need to continue that tradition, my friend. Yeah. So when you were at my house uh, a couple weeks ago, um uh it was we were celebrating Charlotte's birthday. We were doing some work, getting some work done, so much work done that we didn't have time to record like we had planned. We saw each other three times. Oh, and yeah. and plan to record in that span of time. We just we just done work. We just done work instead. But it was crazy, man. At that moment, I had not seen you in person since Thanksgiving, right? And that was the same amount of time as it took Thorin's company to leave the Shire and then arrive where we're arriving this chapter. And I was like, how many times can you know life imitate art or vice versa? Or it's just. Are we looking too hard? Is it the number twenty three? Are we just uh, looking for it too hard? I don't. I, I don't. Well, I, um, I, it, it adds up for a reason, folks. We don't make this up. This is not nah. something that we just decide. We, we, you know, Lane didn't just wake up in the middle of the night and write I don't this teach down. Math. Yeah, no. for, <laughs> I do actually. I do, but not very well. I don't teach math very well. Yeah, you do teach do, math, don't you? <laughs> I do my best. Math, right? I do my best. It's. <laughs> And it's harder than you'd think, actually. Second grade math is pretty tough nowadays, ma'am. wouldn't want to teach it myself. I'll tell you that right now. So maybe that's why I'm seeing these numbers everywhere. So I'm trying to grapple with teaching, being a math teacher. I don't know. Twos and threes. Well, we, twos and threes, baby. That's it. Just double it. But we warmly welcome everybody. It is also kind of fitting because we have uh, some very um, exciting announcements and sort of a, a warm welcome to anyone who might be listening for the very first time. Uppers, new and old from universes far and wide so uh we'll get into that in a few minutes but my friend how are you how is life let's do some quick counsel uh yeah i'm i'm doing i'm doing wonderful man honestly uh you just bump, bump your mic there are you okay it's, i bumped the mic i'm also trying to sweating? run the cable behind me not yet it's oh. freezing it, it is it, it freezing has in ohio someone turned the heat off we were getting <laughs> like florida weather there for a couple days and yeah. dude, i was in my room today and I tell you, when you shave, when you lose your hair and shave your head, yeah, um, you don't realize you got to have a, a toboggan, as you call yep. it, yep, yep, handy at all times. Like I might as well start carrying one in my back pocket because if the temperature <laughs> drops, I was in my classroom today with my coat on. I, at one yep. point, I took my my I took my my mask off and put it on top of my head, and I was sitting there just blowing my nose because I, my nose was running. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's freezing. It's freezing out. Well, it, I I refuse to turn the heat back on. I will not no, do it. Don't do it. Don't do I, it. I, I I will not. You better I'll, not. If you're watching the video version here, I'll show you this uh, for folks at home. This is a big reveal here. Do you have a blanket. I, I am covered up in an R two D two. Oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> blanket right now because I am freezing. I am literally freezing. So anyway, <laughs> there's that. And I mean, it's like an ultimate like. I it, the sun has gone down and it is cold. It is cold in here, yeah. and all it's I have chilly. is that electric heater, and I'm not turning it on. There ain't no way. Plus, so. I I also want to say that your choice of lighting is also very cold. You got well, cold light going on, baby. I mean, I don't know. I think I know. I, you know. I think that is subconsciously. I think it's Star Wars, but I think it's also yeah. the Fortress of Solitude. I think it is. that you haven't even told anyone that. Yeah. But subconsciously, you're like, I need it to look like just a giant glacier in here. Just a I big mean, glacier where I can I can talk to my father and my my you know my my home earth my home world. <laughs> Are seriously. you an alien? Are you an alien? I'm a Kryptonian. I'm straight Kryptonian. Uh, <laughs> that's what the K stands for. So let me tell you what for those. Th yeah, that's what, 
uh, those the, those lights will never actually. Whenever I have a son, I've always wanted his first name to start with a C, so I can call him CK. Uh, you know, Clark Kent, CK. Why don't you uh, just so name him Clark? Clark I Kirk. Probably, I probably will. That's kind of cool, uh, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I, uh, these you, lights have never seen green behind me, though. Just so you know, Kryptonite. No, nah, it's not welcome here. So I don't. I don't do green. But uh, oh. yeah, blue. Yeah, blue is okay. my favorite color. I, you know, so I thought that was a lightsaber reference at first, like ignite blue, ignite green. So okay. oh no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Krypton no. though, yeah, yeah, Kryptonium, yeah. Kryptonium, uh, Kryp- yeah, yes, Kry- yeah, yeah. Well, Kryptonium. I I couldn't, I didn't know which one I was saying. Oh, I, I always think of Plut- plutonium, which is real, and that's how you get the Delorean back to the future. Oh, you're talking about Kryptonite? Are you? Ta- uh, yeah, okay, yeah. What I say, Kryptonium. Kryptonium. Is that a thing? What is I that? You is that real? The, the, the people. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> I meant. I meant the stuff. Kryptonite. Oh, that's funny. Oh, Kryptonite. Geez, I got you. Dude. I got you. I got you. All right. Hey, wow. no. Uh, to end this, I'm doing great, and I am happy Good, that baby. we're here. I am actually really excited about some exciting, cool, exciting yes. stuff. How many? Let me squeeze the word "exciting" in there again. Uh, stuff we have going on. So, are you excitable I'm, I'm as well? Are you excitable? It's, I am. Some would yes say that. Would, could you even say? Oh, come on, dude. You, <laughs> you can't set me up like that. <laughs> I'll be a good boy. I'm All actually right. trying to... I've heard that this stuff makes you smarter. This water I got here. Okay. So I'm trying to see if that works. Yeah. Been, I've well, been a little foggy lately. So I well, figure smart water make me a little smarter. You we'll think? See. I highly doubt it, my friend. I think oh, it's okay. Just a- cool, cool. That's cool. Because when I drink a monster, I turn into a monster. So what are you saying about me now? Well, no, what I'm saying is you don't need it, man. I'm trying to build you up here. Oh, thanks. You know, thanks, dude. How are you, so, man? Um, What's going on? Just Buddy, uh, I'm doing great. I'm also very excitable or excited or um, uh, I'm full of anticipation, I guess, is another way to put it. Sure. I'm anticipatory. I'm anticipatory. Sometimes I think Tolkien would just really want to kill us <laughs> because because he loved the invention of words. But I think sometimes or like I think what we do is we misuse them sometimes. And I think oh, I, that would be the part that would be the part where he'd be like, I, I, I just want to kind of go through those mics and and teach teach these young fellows a thing or two yeah um but i've been doing wonderful uh as as we mentioned earlier uh charlotte just had her second birthday uh can't believe she's two that means winnie is like darn near three and a half ruth is almost one um i know that we mentioned this previously but crotch fruit number four is on the way yeah um actually due in mid-september yes so you know if we're if we're on this trajectory of babies having like really significant Tolkien dates, which they all do. I mean, I'm if we can schedule that delivery for 922, I'm not going to I'm not going to be opposed to that. Now, I don't uh-huh. Sarah might have something to say about that, but you know. Right, she might, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. That's, but Sarah, that's, come on now, help us out here. Come on, right? Sarah. I mean, <laughs> but but uh no, life's great. Um school, I'm ready for it to be summertime, ready to be done with school. That's a, a very depressing uh just teaching online has been very depressing lately. But um, I, I can't tell you the joy I have uh, just being with my girls, watching them grow up. Um, getting to be outside has been really nice, especially with this this nicer weather. I know we joked about it, about it being colder, but it's been much nicer compared to like freezing cold and snow all the time. Like we had this winter, so we've been outside, we've been in the yard. You know, man, I tell you, dude, Amanda is so beautiful. As Amanda, oh. Is it's, it really is when when people when I tell people that 
the 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 one place I would choose to live if I could live anywhere in the where in the world is where I live right now. I know they think I'm I'm being sarcastic or joking or really stupid, but I'm not. Like no. I, if you if you said we'll give you a spot in New Zealand, anywhere you want, you pick it. It's yours. You can have a job. You'll live a comfortable life anywhere in New Zealand you want. I'd be like tempting, very right. tempting, but I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Like this little corner of the Shire for me is perfection. Like we go out in the yard the other day, there was a, a turkey vulture that came soaring over the yard. The girls look up, they're staring at it. Winnie was helping me. We got new compost bins and she was like helping me roll the thing. Uh, our yard's beautiful. They run around the yard. They play out in their, in their sand. Uh, we put a, uh, we got them like a, like a playhouse thing that they is, is brand new and they're like loving it, ringing the doorbell and, it's just awesome to go out there and just watch them watch them grow up before my very eyes and it's humbling and it it uh when when that's happening like you don't need anything else man you don't need anything else and right. um yeah so so because of that life is very rich for me i do have a winnie quote i wanted to share she said this coming in from plan outside she wanted to help me get the podcasting stuff set up and she wanted to do a little recording with Charlotte. And you that, that singing you heard at the beginning of the episode was them singing uh, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> but when he walks in, she goes, there's always time for podcasting. I mean, and I was just like, out of the mouths of wow. babes comes the truth, you know? Um, yeah. But they're, they're, ah, they're so... My dad said it today. He said it perfectly. I'm going to stop rambling. I could talk about them forever, though. I could literally talk about them oh, forever. Oh, and, and you should. Yeah. He, he says... Um, he says, how did you, how did you two make three such beautiful and different human beings? He said, I wonder what this fourth is going to be like. And that's the best way to, they are all so different and mm-hmm. all so beautiful. And, um, like connecting with each of them in different moments, it, it can feel tiring. It can feel at times, but more, m- way more often than not, it is so rejuvenating because it is each connection connection with each of them is so unique man i can't wait for you to be a dad you're going to be you're going to be the best dad and i can't wait to talk about that this kind of stuff i mean because you 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 yeah. know it from the sun side i also remember it from being a being a kid myself but you are going to be just a remarkable father so well you know it's an exciting uh, thing man it's an exciting thing i got to talk to my buddy rob rob thorson yeah. who if you own a um, uh, a podcast T-shirt that we've done. You've seen his handiwork, and he is a—he's a new dad. Um, well, not new dad of a year. His daughter just turned a year old, so shout out to her. Um, but uh, we were talking about the joys of fatherhood, and just how how wonderful it is. It really is, man. It's crazy. Well, I tell you right now, my Beautiful. my dad always says this of you guys. He loves you, uh, checking on on you, and, and the birthday party I went to there. Uh, it was good just to see the kids running around, and your sister was out. It was uh, yep. that was a nice. Day. I actually the it story the I posted day. on Instagram was the party tree. I'm sitting under the party tree, yeah. just laying there, and I thought, "Wow, this is this is amazing." I just had such yeah. a good time, and you know, I also had a good time for uh, another really special reason too. But uh, yes, <clears throat> yes, you did. You know, good thing. And you got on. a little sick eating my ribs too. Oh my gosh! Wow, <laughs> I had to excuse. To, tell your parents that I am I sorry. Have- <laughs> I had to literally go down to the to, to the store oh, to get some geez. to get some pink Pepto. drink. Yeah. yeah, get that pink drink. I I, I uh, wow. 
I have been anticipating like making smoked meats for you, right? It was Dave yeah. Fogel who turned me on to the idea. Shout out to Dave of getting a smoker. Yep. And got one last fall and went crazy, smoked like six or seven different sessions of meats. And I was like, I can't wait to do this for Ez because I'm going to make right. some keto ribs. It's going right. to be awesome. And it never worked out that you were there when I was smoking stuff. And I was like, this is great. Smoke some stuff for Charlotte's birthday. Ez will be here. Get him to eat some stuff. And, and, and I, we couldn't figure out, was it because you ate too much or you drank too much before? I but don't know. It did not sit well. And I'm sitting yeah. there going, of course. Of course, this is how it happened. <laughs> I finally get him down here. I make him some smoked ribs. And he's <laughs> nauseous. He probably puked him up and just didn't want to tell me. Oh, I wow. made him sick with my meats. So, you know. Wow. And here I am That's revealing. Here I am revealing on the podcast that I drove two miles away from the house to puke. <laughs> those up. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I actually did not. I ate so many. I, I uh, it was it was crazy. I they were so delicious. It was like eating candy, and I was just like, uh, I couldn't stop myself. And then I was like, yeah. yeah, maybe I had a bit too much to drink. Plus, I was working in the in the uh, you know where, and it was just crazy. So yep. I mean, it's wild. Good times. You know that's what the good times do to you. They make yeah. you a little wild, my friend. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're good, brother. That was a good catch up. Uh, it's it's yeah. it was so nice seeing you a couple weeks ago in person and just getting to just be around you. And <laughs> I love when we work late into the night because there's always this this like seesaw that happens where either I get really tired and you get kind of goofy or or vice yep. versa. And it's it's just we saw all uh, of it that night. Both. Yeah. Sides. And it. Like it's funny how it like even entertains me. It's like I'm I'm I, I don't know. It entertains me just just being with with us. If that makes any <laughs> <Yeah>. sense, being <laughs> with you, yeah. I should say. I'm one person. Um, uh, yes. Uh, so um, we do want to take a second, real quick, to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Food lines, cacao. Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you are doing something good for your body. Uh, Danette starts with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then they blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result? Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, as this is why I knew you would love this product, all right? Mm -hmm. It's friendly for paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. So whether you're Ezra or Baron, it's on the menu. For the last eight years, they've been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. Now, here's the awesome part, okay? When you use a special code we're about to give you, you get 15% off of the offering, all right? Go to earthechofoods.com slash minutemedia. Use the promo code MINUTE and you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Um, and go ahead and check out and follow uh, Danette and Earth Echo Foods at the Danette May, M-A-Y, May, and at Earth Echo Foods. Um, so you just heard a – go ahead, my man. Go ahead. Well, I, You're gonna, not only not, – so, okay, the keto thing is cool. We mentioned my favorite color. Go look this up. This all blue – look at this uh, packaging on this stuff, man. It's beautiful, isn't it? I, so I'm locked in just because – 
yeah, it looks beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. no, it's cool. It's actually really, really interesting. I just went and kind of did a little uh, digging around on their website. And uh, so, yeah. getting into dropping some eaves, that's a pretty big eaves we're, we're, Eve we're about to drop. Um, you're going to be hearing some, some advertisements in episodes coming up because we have made an awesome. Uh, I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to announce this. As you might, I'm I'm a little too scatterbrained to even do this, but it's pretty cool what's happened. We were contacted by a couple individuals, and yeah. an unexpected podcast is now a member of the fan sided yep. Minute Media podcasting group. Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? You want it's to talk sick. about this process? It's 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 really sick. So uh, Patrick hit us up and and we talked to him and. I uh, can't say thanks to him enough. It's really, really, really no. just cool to kind of get in here and see what they're doing. And we're brand new to it. Just working, working our way through. But uh, we're excited for the potential that this is going to bring in. And you, we wanted to mention at this time, like you probably are going to notice a few, a few changes, a few, a few alterations that I actually think people are going to be like, uh, wow, this is why didn't Leonidas do this before? Well, you know so, what? I mean, sometimes a couple of hobbits need a little bit of encouragement to get out yeah. of the Shire. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of what happened. We, we got some really, really, really cool stuff with the structure of the show, uh, and then some, some cool ads. And then this network is, is pretty neat to just get in here and, uh, yeah. learn from people who have been doing this and who know other folks who are into, uh, podcasting, who are into, you know, content creation and things like that. So we're yeah. really excited. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was cool. We, we got contacted by Patrick Allen, who is a, uh, uh, I don't even know what's his official title. He's okay. I'm just gonna say this. He's a he's a he's a big wig. Okay, he's a VP. big wig for VP for fan sided. Um, many of you know fan sided. Uh, uh, the, the cool thing about fan sided, some people listening right now are are probably hearing this on Winter is Coming, which is um obviously a Game of Thrones uh fan sided website, but also uh all things fantasy related. I think that we even. Uh, read an article talking about show news way back that I yeah. had found on Fansided or on Winter is Coming. Right. Um, so anyway, this is a brand new thing that they're starting. Um, they are reaching out to different podcasts that they find both interesting and feel like they would fit the Fansided community. Uh, the thing that the thing that from meeting with with Patrick, who's amazing, and Carrie, who is unreal, that hit, stuck with me the most as is that they told us that. Um, you know, as long as we're with them at Minute Media and Fan Sided, that we will be the only Lord of the Rings podcast, that we are their one and only Lord of the Rings podcast, and that they reached out to us. That just like just like when all of you contact us and you say, guys, you, 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 I know you don't know it, but you mean a lot to me. And that means a lot to us because yeah. it, it really is motivation for when it's, you know, 12 30 at night 11 at night whatever it is right. one in the morning when we're recording we think about that we think about how important you know our adventures together are uh and, and that what we're doing is not always easy it's not always easy no yeah but that's never th things that are difficult things that you have to discipline yourself to do are always worth it right whether people you know, find certain things you do disagreeable or whether, whether people love everything you do. You have both kinds, right? That's you have right. people That's who, right. and you have some people who are kind of in the middle. Sometimes they, they enjoy as in lane. Sometimes they think we're a little ridiculous. They always right. skip this section, but they always listen to this, this, you know, segment. Um, and that's all good. That's all great. Yep. Um, so anyway, though, that for me was huge. That made me feel like, 
a certain validation. It made me feel um, uh, um, like a, a definite re uh, or affirmation of, of our worth and, and what you and I do together on, on a regular basis. And then um, also just hearing his perspective as an artist. Uh, he also podcasts. He's like a, a, a classically trained actor. Um, yeah. Huge Chiefs fan, but also from Ohio, which is crazy. Right? Wild. Um, I know, I know. And it just, it came out of the blue and it just made so much sense. And the beautiful thing was that, that, he, that he told both of us was, I love what you're doing. I love what yeah. you're doing. Nothing is, is really going to change. And, but, but he said, the cool thing is this has endless possibilities. And when Ez and I sit here and we think about that, we're like, wow, there's a show coming out. That's right. There's a show coming out. We have lots now. of adventures still to have in middle earth. You know, what would a company like Fansided and Minute Media be able to facilitate, facilitate between us yeah. and possibly people involved with the show? And, and by that, not because I would sweat through my shirt and probably not enjoy the process itself. But who would benefit from that is all of you. Yeah. All of you. It would be fun for us. Yes, of course. But like being able to bring things that uh, to you that are exclusive to you as uppers has always been something that we've tried to do, whether it's uh, reaching out to Tammy Lane and getting to hear all her stories or talking to uh, the master Shane Rungy himself and getting to hear his tales from behind the production of Lord of the Rings or, you know, uh, watching Tolkien as a group and, 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 and doing like fun offbeat episodes that have nothing to do with, with a chapter or anything or, you know, any of that stuff. So anyway, it got me really excited for that. Uh, so I, I feel like, um, you know, it, it's only, it's only going to, um, grow this community of uppers, right? It's yeah. only going to, um, give you and I even bigger goals and, uh, it'll, I don't know. It's just going to help in a lot of different ways. Yes, it is. So, yes, it is, and it's, man. It's an I, exciting I, thing. I feel like a, almost like a, a, we were getting a new zeal a couple months ago, and I feel like that has just been, it, 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 it does feel like, a, uh, like even a validation or a confirmation that that was a, that was a correct choice. Because you and I, we were like, uh, what do we do? What's the path forward, man? <laughs> What's the path forward? And this to me has, has it's amazing. I, I think I even told Patrick and Carrie this. I was like, you, you never know like what your kind words are going to do for someone else. And we've heard, yes. uh, we've heard many of you say that to us, yeah. that you were going through dark times and unbeknownst to, to us, two goofy little hobbits talking Lord of the Rings and talking about sniffing the night breeze and yep. talking about lower back ponytails. That's right. Got you through a tough time. And yep. as inconceivable as that is for us, especially in the moment, uh, it's empowering. It's so empowering. It, it helps us remember that, yes, this is important, uh, not just for you and me, but for people who listen to it, too. So, Yeah, it, guys, I'll tell you right now, it, it's amazing how, like, conversations that Lynn and I had a couple months ago, where we were at and what has happened, um, it's, it's things that, uh, I guess I, I, that's all I really can say, because it's just, wow, sometimes you come right to the edge. <laughs> and I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, literally some crazy stuff. And you guys heard the episode yeah. we talked about people that uh, we cannot thank you enough. Kind words really do yeah. go a long way. And we're not perfect. Uh, and, and, and no one is. But 
We want to spread positivity and kindness and happiness into the world. That's what we're trying to push out there. You guys send it back. We appreciate it. This partnership basically allows us to do more of that, and it allows us to kind of... the benefits, probably next episode, I think we'll talk maybe more about the benefits as to what are going to be coming down the line. Changes yeah. to, um, you know, Patreon, to the format of the show, and various things that it's going to open up. So I really am excited for it. And thanks again to Patrick and everyone uh, over there at Fansided and Minute Media. Yeah. And you can follow his podcast, by the way. It's at Arrowhead Addict, which I listened to yes. the other day. And is, uh, it's, it's pretty... It's pr- good, pretty radical. It? I just, you it, know, these it are almost passionate, you want to be passionate a- sports fans. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, it did make me, I, I told him what I say. I was like, I, I made the mistake of looking you up and I got a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> and not just because you're a Chiefs fan, right? It was like, you know, as a Browns <laughs> fan, you kind of, you fear the Chiefs, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, just to kind of explain that 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 is a change that's happening you might see you might see other subtle changes or uh like fan-sided branding that pops up but uh we just want to let you know that other than other than you know um uh, the use of of ads to help monetize the podcast and maybe maybe a reformatting of how often we're going to try and figure out a way to get you the podcast uh more often like maybe even splitting episodes up uh into one and two parts so that even so that you know you can have a weekly source of 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 the podcast so but other than that nothing's going to change as no right no it's it's no it really it really I, it's are not we praising no. the lord what's We're going praising on here? the what lord i'm also raising my hand uh but, <laughs> okay all right <laughs> but one thing that patrick assured he was like hey guys do your thing. Just we're yeah. going to try to help amplify what yeah. you are doing and bring you in mm-hmm. because you kind of fit our vibe, and that that was pretty cool. So yeah, no no no, no major changes in any way, shape, or form. All benefits yeah. and all things that are that are are really good. And by the way, people have been asking Lane as, are you guys going to do the Silmarillion? Let me tell you. Let me make <laughs> yeah. this very very clear. We may be getting towards the Arkenstone here. All right, we may <laughs> be building up towards that. But there but the are other prize. stones. There yeah, are others. Yeah. There are other precious yeah. stones. Boy, the stones on go. you. Mentioning that, the stones <laughs> on you, bro. <laughs> so wow. just get ready. I'm pumped. I am pumped. And so people have been asking, like, oh, I can't wait. We can't wait either. And we've we've got um, quite a ways to go. So we're having a good. Yeah, time actually, here. yes. Huge shout out to Lee Adamson who who messaged us on Instagram. He said, petitioning you fellas to do the Silmarillion after the Hobbit. Trying to listen to. Uh, some other uh, podcast he said, but yeah. they're borderline painful. So, um, Lee, that I happens. can't. That pro- happens. We I are also promise. sometimes we can be I painful. Was, I was just gonna say, Lee, okay. we're gonna make it more painful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you oh, know what boy. pain is? Pain is weakness leaving the body. Come George on, Washington. Come I don't on. think George Washington said that. Um, Michael Jordan. Lots of Michael Jordan. LeBron James. By the way, huge shout out to Space Jam, A New Legacy. Gandalf. Unreal. Gandalf That's is unreal. making LeBron's squad. I mean, ah, oh, just it's you never know who's a Lord of the Rings fan, guys. And yeah, I know it's WB <laughs> property, but whatever. Um just the fact that LeBron was writing Gandalf was just too much for me. It was so cool. <laughs> um so yeah, lots of awesome things going on. Um uh, yes, all that to say, in summation, though, thank you for your continued support. Thank you, most of all, most of all, thank you for participating in the community. Uh, and then also for finding your own communities within within this group. Like, that's the one really cool thing about the Facebook group is it allows people to find kindred spirits. 
You know, yes. um, that's another great thing about Instagram. People find kindred spirits. It's, it's, social media is great for being able to find people who are like-minded, who have similar interests. And even within groups, you have subgroups that, that form and people grow these friendships, just like within the fellowship, right? You had Legolas yeah. and Gimli. You had Aragorn and Legolas. You had Aragorn and Gandalf. You had Sam and Frodo. You had Merry and Pippin. That these, there are certain people who, you know, unlike you and I, that are attracted to one another and then just yeah. become the deepest of friends. Right. Wait, or I meant like us, right? You get are we friends? All right. Are Is we keeping so up debate? this ruse? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yes. Anyway, uh, but because of your support, that's that's you know a huge part of why this is even happening. Anyway, so the the honor is ours, but it is also yours, and we are are honored by all of you. So thank you so much. Um, wow, there's a lot to talk about. As uh, yeah. a lot, I can't you know. <laughs> again, the universe just kicking me in the butt, making me eat my words, especially with yeah. the show stuff. Come on now. Especially with this show stuff. I like it. With, Nothing. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Nothing to talk about. Uh-huh. Well, here's International Tolkien Reading Day, you jerk. Right. Eat this. Uh, so the uh, the couple of big things happened, actually. I believe it was before that, um, that one of the actors, one of the main actors from that first crop of, of acting announcements, I should preface this, that we are into... Uh, dropping eaves. Sorry, I'm <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. too excited. We're into dropping eaves. We're going to talk about the show for a second, all right? So one of the main actors from that first crop of acting announcements, Tom Budge. Let me make sure I got that right because we have definitely used incorrect names in the past of these actors, and I want to give them the credit they deserve. So Tom Budge, yes, was one of the very first actors who was announced for the Lord of the Rings Amazon show. Okay, Right. I'm just going to read this post. He made this post on March 14th. So prior to uh, Loderon Prime's uh, uh, dropping of a, a location and a clapperboard. All right? <laughs> clapperboard. Mm-hmm. So this is about a week before, 10 days before. He says, hello, loves. It is with great sadness that I'm writing to tell you I have departed Amazon's Lord of the Rings television series. After recently seeing the first episodes shot over the last year... Amazon has decided to go in another direction with the character I was portraying. I must thank the creative team for their encouragement towards trying something that I believed was new, exciting, and beautiful. And I sincerely thank the the extraordinary cast and crew for their love, support, and friendship over what has been a very difficult and unusual experience. Alas, some things just cannot be. Destiny, my mother, I thank thee. Kisses, Tom. Um, you got Max and Baldry, who is a current cast member, uh, a pretty big name as well, uh, commenting with a little heart. So his, uh, his, his former castmates commenting on there um, and sharing their support as well. But lo- a, lot to, a lot to digest there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what Tom does, he reveals some things, first of all. First of all, very sad. Very sad this didn't work out for him as an actor. Sure. We know... What being involved with these giant pro- well, we don't know, but we we know of what being involved in these big projects can mean to actors and actresses. It can blow up their careers. It can take, um, you know, what a name that might be you know known to only a few and and multiply multiply it to a global household. Like no one knew who Viggo Mortensen was before Lord of the Rings. 
everyone knows who sure. Viggo Mortensen is. Elijah Wood was a child actor. Now, you know, it's, it did that for everyone. It made Orlando Bloom's career, uh, or not made it, but made it maybe something it wasn't going to be before. Sure, so amplified changed, it, yeah. Yes, changed the trajectory of a career. So very sad that that didn't work out for him. I do love that he posted with this. The, the visual aspect was Johnny Cash, uh, I think, singing Ring of Fire, um, which, is, which is also very, very fitting. Yeah, wildfire. Uh, yeah, ring of fire. What am I saying? Oh my right. gosh. Um, so the one of the interesting things that he reveals here is that first episodes, first episodes shot over the last year. Yeah. So as wait, late wait, wait. as first episodes, episodes, but okay. first, first episodes. So two, three, four, maybe at the most. And Amazon. Um, producers high high up executives seeing this i'm guessing end of february beginning of march to make a decision like this yeah maybe maybe late january okay let that sink in let that sink in that will also help us kind of figure out when exactly this is going to be you know like at what time this will be released it's probably going to be a while if they're just now seeing some of these first episodes and what we what we read later that they're going in a different direction with his character. Are they going to recast his character and then reshoot portions? Are they going to cut his character? I'm not sure how you could do that, especially if he was was a character that they were trying something that he believed was new, exciting, and beautiful and taking uh, going... It seemed like taking some sort of risk with a with a with a character, right? Is is right. the vibe I got that this was something that was a bit of a gamble, and they watched the result and thought eh, it didn't really work out the way we wanted. So does that mean someone else is cast? That character is re um, reimagined? Does that mean that character is cut? This is just, to me, this is like fascinating. This is again, we're blowing things up, you know, getting into the details. But that's just what I think. Sure. Um, and then just just the the and this might just be hindsight, all right? This might be hindsight. And I want to guard against uh, this is something that Patrick said he had heard as well. The kitchen, right? The noise in the kitchen. Yeah. You and I were just the kids table, all right? Just at the kids table. We might have gotten moved a, a table closer to the kitchen. Now this fan-sided table, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But we're, right, but right, we're, yeah. we're still on the outs. We're not by the kitchen, okay? Noise in the kitchen. I want to guard against that. Because when you make a cake, and when you make a cake that you described, a beautiful cake, it's messy, man. It's lots of noise. It's lots of dirty plates. Sometimes sure. tools, instruments, you know, spatulas get dropped. It's loud. That's right. Yeah. Might mistake it for a broken glass or plate. You might mistake it for a, a dropped cake batter, you know, but it's not necessarily what it is. But him saying that it's been a very difficult and unusual experience. Now, I'm sure that that is more of a of a result of where he is now, right? Sure. Of his character. Now, I'm sure if his character works out, he's not saying that it's necessarily a difficult and unusual experience, but it, it makes you wonder, like, what has this experience been like for these actors, for these actresses, for the creative process? Then it makes you wonder, like, did Tom Shippey really leave? Why would he have left? All these questions, I started asking all these questions. I'm like, what does this reveal about other things that we may have heard? Um, so... That's all I have. I think it's fascinating. I feel really bad for Tom. Um, 
it makes me wonder all kinds of things. When are we going to get this show finally? What does this mean for the story? What were they trying? Like, what were they trying with this character? Who was the character? How does it affect other characters that aren't going anywhere? Other actors and actresses that aren't going anywhere, you know? So, yeah, is it is he a character who was cut um, or and I it's it's just interesting. And, and again, uh, it, 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 this is tough because you, it's it's not something you want to speculate on. Right. You don't want to speculate on somebody. Uh, no, somebody's getting, getting cut. Career and, getting changed. No, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's not that's not it. Uh, but it is it is a bit of news. Um, Definitely. And, and, and at the end of the day, though, I mean, you, you, we look back on, on, like you said, Lord of the Rings, and we look at some of the people who were, who were probably would have been uh, decent, or it's, you can't even really tell. It's, it's hard to kind of uh, even play the, the, the real-life what-if game if someone else was cast as Aragorn uh, or, or, or Frodo or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a mind-boggling thing to think about. So maybe it's just a recasting. Uh, maybe the character was just cut, and that—that's what's yeah. more intriguing to me is that there's probably a character, and I doubt that they—that it's like a recast. I bet it's something to where now this doesn't seem seemingly fit in here. Um, yeah, and we're gonna kind of leave that out. So, which is so interesting be. to me. But yeah, because that that implies like a lot of story change. Yes, it does. Yeah, I mean, maybe not a lot, but but enough that someone is leaving who was probably going to be there for a while. Like that first crop. I mean, Morpheth Clark is in that. Well, she might not be in that first, first crop, but a lot of the ones that we see and we follow were that first group of actors and actresses announced. So you would imagine uh, that they had maybe possibly larger roles or at least larger roles within that first season. So sure, man, it is, very interesting, yeah. And, and yeah. the time and I, and I didn't so want to li- sound like a hyena either. I was just, I was just, um, because I do feel, I feel so bad for him. But it is yeah. so enlightening because when we see things from the actors and actresses involved in the show, it's all very like cryptic. It's, it's a, a lot photo of secrecy. Of, it's around secret, this stuff. Yes. and they have done an incredible job of keeping everything tight lipped, and you know. And and the, the the actresses and actors have done an awesome job of not posting certain things or not revealing certain things. And I even learned that okay on that video way back that we did about um, Ishmael Cruz Cordova, um, that picture that we thought was him in a black wig in New Zealand is not from that. It's from another really? film that he did or television series he did years ago. Really? So it was almost kind of like I don't think he even meant it as bait. But yeah. if you're people like us, you're like, oh my gosh, is he in? He's in a trailer. It's a black uh-huh. wig. Mm-hmm. He in Numenorian. So it's not even from that. So they have done an amazing job of of not only just, you know, keeping things mysterious, but maybe even like posting stuff every once in a while where you're like, is that New Zealand? Where are they? What's going on? Like, wh- are they together? Are those two at the same spot? Like, what's going on? Like, it's, it's, a, they're almost playing a cat and mouse game with people who are trying to figure out what's going on. So, and I like yeah. it. I, I do like, too. It's fun. It's great. I, it's, yeah. It's so mysterious. It's it couldn't be any other way. That, that leads us. Yeah, go ahead. Well, is it, what other? Because there's. Uh, I did just do a little Google search here. Did you see this about seven out? Go ahead. Do your next. Let me know when there's a good point. No, to you jump tell in me. Here what, some, what's going on? Well, because you just mentioned the t- like the timing of this. They're looking at the episodes. Yeah. Um, some of this is just now coming out. I guess, and this is from Variety, a uh, couple, multiple places, about six to seven hours ago, these articles dropped. So this is really interesting. This is great. This um, has never happened. Yeah, day, right? Normally, it's like the this day after awesome. we record. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings TV series is uh, reported to cost approximately uh, $465 million to produce one season. Holy. One season. Whole, whole, yeah, exactly. Wow. I mean, like it's it, so. This was big news coming from. That's half of the original, like like purchase. Yeah, it's this is insane. So this is uh, oh my Stu- gosh, Stuart Nash. I guess the minister of economic development and tourism told Radio New Zealand, "quote This is fantastic. It really is. What I can tell you um, is that Amazon is going to spend about." Uh, six hundred and fifty million in season oh one God. alone. So that was a, a big what? number that was thrown out there. That was six hundred and fifty wow. million, and then it looks like so where it kind of broke down is around that that four. Still, regardless, an insane amount of 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 money here uh, on Whew. season one. So season one. What I'm hearing is when you got that much money wrapped up in something, yeah, mm-hmm. we're not letting anything leak, um, because yeah, he, here's the thing. You want the internet to boom. You want the yeah. water cooler conversations at work to go yeah. haywire. Nuts. Um, yeah. And you don't want to reveal your hand on something, whatever it no. might be. So I am all for them keeping this top secret. You're going to put this kind of money in. I don't, I, less is more. I'm fine just to be sitting here, yeah. play some music, read through the books, get amplified, ready to go, and, and let's yeah. see the show. So yeah, yeah, I, I I think it's great, and I think honestly, what's been working in their favor is that you can't get to New Zealand right now, right? Yeah, you can't ship stuff there. You can't fly there. The whole pandemic has been, I don't I don't know how to say this, advantageous. Like it's been a good thing in terms of secrecy for fi- filming for the show. Yeah, for, the, the, for that like, little because ask, yeah, I'll say I'll say this about Kiwis. They're so down to earth and I, I mean this only in a compliment jimmy who i'm about to read a, read his response will, will will know exactly what i mean they don't care like they they don't care i remember freaking out about stuff you know lord of the rings locations or like when you would find anyone who would be like oh yeah my cousin or my second uncle or whatever worked on the movie or yeah i'm peter jackson's neighbor or whatever it wasn't a big it was not a big deal it isn't it's it's the short poppy mentality it's like you know whatever it's we're people like we're human beings very very grounded very centered that way in a way that like we tend to in america not be it's oh my gosh you're famous oh 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 oh, eh, eh." like it's all that we we hype people up talking to me (laughs) i am talking to you young man but it's like um you know we we go hyperbolic when they're way more just straight across and level so those are the people that that would that would be able to post things or say things and freak out about things, and they're not inclined to do such. Like they respect privacy, they respect what this is going to do for New Zealand as well. I'm sure in terms of uh, you know like an economic impact, more it's gonna like the tourism there is already nuts, but after these shows are released, it's gonna blow up and it'll be brand new locations. You know, sure. um, instead of maybe going down and spending a lot of time on the South Island, you'll be more on the North Island. Maybe you'll be around Auckland more. Maybe Auckland will see more of a boom, even though it's their biggest city. So all that being said, like uh, the the current circumstance of their isolation has really helped to just keep the lid on the cookie jar and no one can even smell them. You know, don't forget right. the sniffing, but no one can even sniff the chocolate chips. Like that's what's going on. So... Um, this is funny that we're talking about this, all right? So that's a huge budget for one series, like one season, I should say, I'm using British terminology. Uh, but one season 
six four four and a half million. Yeah, four and four and a half, half hundred four and a half hundred million to six and a half hundred million. That's yes. insane. So yeah. uh, my buddy, my buddy James, um, you know James, my my rugby friend, my 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 first friend in Lancaster. He texted me recently and was like, "Hey Lane, um, he sent me a TikTok." And I don't have TikTok on my phone. I said, dude, I can't see that. This is your buddy Lane. It's not your grandpa. So he, told me, <laughs> so he was like, ah. Oh. He was like, I said, tell me what it is. He's like, oh, man, it's this TikTok about um, just a, a quick video reel on. He said, do you know anything about this Amazon Lord of the Rings show? You know about, you know about this going on? And I'm like, yeah, James, I, 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 I know about it. I said, I, I actually just went off on an episode talking about how how I'm over talking about it because nothing new is happening and it's sort of at a standstill and it's super secret so I'm just kind of like fed up thinking about it I was like what what does it say so he said a lot of stuff that I had heard before you know Peter Jackson's involvement as a as a um, consultative producer uh, being filmed in New Zealand all these different things but he he did say a couple of the budget of course uh, he did say a couple things that I hadn't heard previously uh, I think we talked about this when you were down, but it'll be interesting to talk about here. He said yeah. that in that uh, same, so so laced within the, those grains of truth, or at least what we know to be true that's been reported, Peter Jackson's involvement being filmed in New Zealand, around the Auckland area, budget, Amazon, blah. What he said was in there, they said five seasons, 10 episodes apiece. Which lined up. Remember, long ago there was this this report that someone had put out there that said, "Hey, they're going to be twenty two or twenty two to twenty five episode seasons." And we were like, "That is like sitcom stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like half an hour episodes of you know, your favorite whatever you want to The Office or Seinfeld, right. whatever." That's what they did. We we're like, "That seems like a lot for a Lord of the Rings show, especially if you're doing multiple seasons." So and we said, when we came down to it, we're like, what do you think? It, and we, we came in the area between 8 and 12, we figured. Sure. 10. Yeah. 10. So if this is true, five seasons of 10 episodes apiece, that could potentially be 50 hours in Middle Earth. The really interesting thing that it went on to say, this TikTok thread. Yes, I'm quoting TikTok from a link my friend sent me. Let's go. That they're shooting all of the seasons at once to ensure no cancellation. Shut your mouth. Wait a second. I don't remember you telling me this. Da- Wait a second. They're shooting all seasons at okay. this, like continue, like all the way straight through to ensure cancellation. So my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call your timeout in a minute. Uh-huh. I gotta shoot my free throw first. Go ahead. My question is, what are they afraid of being canceled for? Like, are they trying? That's what's what my mind. My mind's like, well, why? Why is it because it's so good that you just don't want to lose the momentum, or is it because you're going to try something nuts that maybe some Lord of the Rings fans are not going to like, and you're afraid that they'd stop watching and the show would get canceled before you're done telling your story? Hey, get me a bath, a brew, and a conspiracy two. Conspiracy two. <laughs> All right, because I'm telling you right now, if we don't have an intimacy coordinator up in here, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna lose my mind if we don't have one of those. Uh, I've got one guy for you. Uh, his name's Lane Smith. He's been living in Amanda, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> this this man knows intimacy. Let me tell you. He's my, got, my resume speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, this this yeah. podcast is brought to you by. Uh, Did you? His, yeah. But I remember you you emailed the uh, the woman who is in charge of the uh, intimacy coordination. Yeah. Did she ever get back to you and let you know like uh, give you tips or anything? Or no, nothing. No. Didn't, 
That's, that that's is sad. sad, right? Bummer. Uh, she, 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 you know, she saw, the, she saw, she just saw who the sender was, and she said, "Not, not a chance. This guy, there, I, not even I can help him. Not even I can, can help, help him. Can help him. <laughs> uh, uh, go hang out with Radigan. What's the budget? What's the budget? Is it six hundred uh, million? I can't do anything. Can't do a thing for this. Oh, that's this hilarious. Program. But no, that's okay. Hilarious. So what is it that they're doing? I mean, I don't possibly, know. possibly. Actually, what I was thinking is. Uh, I actually thought of the, the whole Peter Jackson, you know, situation where you do something yeah. kind of unique. Like, why is this so under the wraps? What is it that they're trying to do that's so unique yeah. and interesting? And I kind yeah. of thought maybe with the whole two seasons thing, it seemed like they were writing for they had done the first couple episodes um, mm-hmm. and that they had filmed quite a bit. There's different people saying this is, you know, now I'm done with Middle Earth. They're leaving yep. and they're just they're just building, 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 building all of these episodes. Uh, that would be a wild endeavor i mean that would just be that's that's more than anything wouldn't that be the number of hours we're talking that's more than because you think about all the extra stuff you have to film because you cut stuff down right i mean you cut an episode down so the the amount of hours on that would be absolutely insane if they're doing insane yeah it's insane so and 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 maybe maybe too what that article might be inflating is that they would i mean i guess i don't know because the bulk of the trilogy was all filmed at once. They did pickups um, in between the release of each film. So, so they 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 started filming in 1999 for the Lord of the Rings. They filmed all three films, uh, obviously non non chronologically, and then like uh, after the Fellowship was was edited and cut and released, and they started to work on the Two Towers. Then they had they called the actors back and they filmed some some pickups, additional scenes even just certain shots they needed to add that they discovered they needed when they were in editing. And then they did the same before return of the King in 2003. So they, they did shoot them all at once and then did some additional stuff later on. Right. But not that much later on. So maybe what, maybe what this article or this TikTok thing is maybe trying to inflate is that they are going to continue to film now, but that that does everyone does that. I was going to say continue to film after they've released the first season, but that's what that's what all shows do. I don't know. I found it very interesting. Yeah. I, there's that that term to to like make cancellation impossible was was the implication that five. Sure. Well, you're going to get five seasons because guess what? They're already done. They're already done. Whether you like gonna... them or not, they're going to be. We're going to release them one at a time, but we're finished. And yeah, you're right. At this rate. We wouldn't if you're gonna wait until they're all done. We wouldn't get season one until like 2033. Like we're gonna be old men. It, it's gonna take forever. It would take forever. Yeah. They've been they've been shooting for like a year. Because hmm. remember they got shut down over a year. They got shut down this time last year because of the pandemic. They had begun filming. They got shut down. Had a little bit of break. Picked up last August. Filmed through the fall. Filming into this spring. And they're just done with the first few episodes of season one. And we're just now getting the finalized budget for season one. So yeah. I maybe I call bullcrap on that. Maybe I call Radagast. Like that's, oh, I shouldn't have said that. That's a, How dare you? Maybe I call Saruman. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I call Wormtongue on this one. Somebody, I yeah. think that maybe that's, that's not true. But here is something that is not speculative as and is true. So what I've been building up to is an exciting, and by this time, everyone has seen it. 
unless your head is buried in the sand on this beach, in which case when you when you stood up, you would have seen this as well. But on International Tolkien Reading Day, my little Charlotte's birthday, March 25th, which actually in America is the 24th because New Zealand's ahead of us, you know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. They're in the future. There was a photograph released on Loderon Prime's Instagram account, which had been, um, I think, pretty quiet since that second round of actors announced. Actors and actresses, that was a, 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 that second wave that was announced that also is very exciting that we, we need to talk about at some point. But um, a, a picture of a clapperboard um, with a director's name, with a director of photography's name, you know, obviously numbers, frame rates, all that stuff, uh, and a title crossed out, blacked out, um, on a beach, all in black and white. Caption uh-huh. reads, from all of us on set here in New Zealand, on set, filming, Impl- impl- implications there, okay? Mm-hmm. Wishing you a happy Tolkien reading day, all right? So, uh, we had just talked to Jimmy, right? We had just talked to Jimmy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read an email that he responded to us because I sent him this picture. Uh, 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 Jimmy from New Zealand, you'll remember last episode, two episodes or whatever, he um, emailed us after running into Joseph Mall. Right, yeah. Uh, right, in his, right in his hometown, right? Um, so... Uh, the the one of the first things I freaked out about, and I I sent you messages. I I I zoomed in. I uh, turned the exposure all the way up, and I tried to see if you could read any more of that title. If you look in that second picture, there's definitely like some letters that you can see. There's like a the last word starts with a P, mm-hmm. maybe ends with an S. The the beginning it's like an L or an I because it's that Lord of the Rings font. It's that ring mm-hmm. bearer font. Yes. So I went nuts trying to figure out what it is. I'm sure a lot of people are. Um, the other thing I, I thought about too is, you know, are they cheeky enough to black out a title ruse? You know, we we know most, if not all, sure. high-profile projects have a fake title, which is known as a title ruse. Um, what was it? Episode 9 was Trixie. Uh, Dom Monahan in his stories is always wearing a Trixie hat because really? Trixie Trixie has an I X in the middle, which is yeah. nine. Yeah, and so that's that's why it was their working title. They or the working title title ruse. So it could be a title ruse, but I went into I'm such a dork dude that I went not a dork. Uh, I'm a stupid guy. I'm not a dork because I don't have the knowledge. I went into like t- t- list of Tolkien words that started with P. Oh, perfect. And I was like, how how many like is that the is the last word a name that starts with P? And I found uh-huh. Pendalot or yeah, Pendalot, who was a gnome lord of Gondolin, according to the early version of the legend legendarium in the Book of Lost Tales. <laughs> then there's Pengalod, who was a lore master of the Noldir in Gondolin. I know that's first age stuff, but they're lore masters. Hold on. Could be yeah. Tell- could they be telling a tale? Hold on now. <laughs> things to come. Or are, did they survive Gondolin and they're now in this? St- I don't know. Right. I don't know. Um, so anyway, lots of speculation on the name. 
You know, if you, uh, again, we don't check social media that much anymore, but email us, let us know what you think. Do you have any speculations on what the name of the, uh, is it a title ruse? What do you think? But the really cool thing too is we, we hadn't really known any other directors other than J.A. Bayona, who yeah. we're very excited about. We learned that he stayed on as a, like a, a producer and is getting involved with like story arcs and creations and timelines and just a, a broader involvement in the project because he blew everyone's minds. So we have a new actor here, Wayne Yip. Okay? Wayne Che Yip, who I know nothing about, but it's a whole new person that we know is directing these episodes taking us into Middle Earth and we can go find out more about their directorial or his directorial uh, uh, vision. Uh, and also cool seeing a, a director of photography as well, Aaron Morton. Yeah. Um, okay, so I sent this to Jimmy because I saw it and I was like, boom, that's the West Coast. We had just got done talking about that, right? Piha. Past the Y-Tax, the west coast of Auckland, right there, um, outside the city. Crazy uh, beaches, rocky cliffs, just beautiful. And actually, Sarah had reminded me of a, a hike we went on that was probably pretty close to this. And, dude, I have some pictures I could show you of just sheer cliffs going straight down. And we were just yeah. hiking on the edge of these sheer cliffs. But then there's palm trees, and there's all these different, like, lush green. It, and I'm guessing... Numenor like is the west coast like you said like yeah. you, you, you're the one who said this last episode is the west coast of, of Auckland gonna be Numenor okay um, so I sent this to him because I'm thinking I, I commented for us uh, on that picture I said west coast because <laughs> right, it's right. like I saw that yeah I know that I don't know exactly where that is but I know someone who will we know someone who will Jimmy so I sent him this message he responded he said, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what uh, Gundrolf said. Gundrolf? I mean, Dandrolf? Gamgrel? Something like that. So, man, when we get down there, we've got to have a beer with Jimmy. <laughs> he said, bro, that's Bethel's Beach or Tehenga Beach in Maori, about 12 minutes up the road from my house. He saw that picture and said, I know exactly where that is. It's Bethel's Beach. It's Tehenga. Or wow. Tehenga. Tehenga. Excuse me. Also, I don't uh, want to take up too much of your time, uh, but he's at Queenstown, and he's possibly going to be moving there. Um, oh, and he sent me some pictures of, of where Aragorn and Theoden are attacked by the wargs. Anyway, so it's really cool. He, he just... Um, uh, he's going to be moving. He's going to be getting out. He's going to Queenstown, another place that was huge in the Lord of the Rings trilogy filming. But he knows exactly where that is. Uh, uh, Bethel's Beach, uh, Tehenga. Um... So very, very cool. He also did want to clarify, I, uh, when he did see Joseph Maul, he was not sweaty from filming. Sure. Yeah. I had assumed he, was, he had just gotten done shooting and filming. He was like, you guys are hilarious. He was out on a run. He's like an avid yes. runner. And he was like, he, he had been out on a run. He was in running clothes and stuff, I'm assuming. So he wasn't, he wasn't filming. He said, I liked how you guys you know, kind of took that step, but it wasn't because of, because of that. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, editing that. But anyway, just really exciting. Really exciting to know yeah. that they were there just a couple weeks ago. And they've spent, I mean, if, if Jimmy saw them or saw Joseph in that area too in like January, December, January, mm -hmm. they've been there for a good chunk of time. 
Is that season two? In this two? location. I mean, I don't they... know, as It's so cool. It's just, it's all a mystery. It's fun to speculate on, but yeah, we don't, we don't really know. We have no more real hard facts than we had before. Is it penned a lot? Is it penned a lot or is it Camelot? It's, you know, something's I, pending. That's for sure. I think it's a show. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. Somebody asked Jimmy, like uh, when you, when I'm you, smell, you know how you're sitting out there, you're waiting for the cake to come out. Right. And oh, yeah, you, yeah. um, you can mm. smell the different cakes. So yeah. is this, yeah. was he smelling season two cake or season one here? Because <sighs> I, we've been Man. smelling a chocolate cake for a while and this, this some, is starting to I'm seem like a some, uh, this is, this is a carrot cake. Well, now I'm confused because I, I feel like I can kind of smell ice cream cake coming out. And you don't, I don't think you baked that in the oven, as I think you, you know what happened if you baked an ice cream cake in, a, in an oven? You'd ruin it. Cast it in the fire. <laughs> It'd be cheesecake at that point. <laughs> Wait, is that how they make cheesecake? Do they bake I, ice I, cream? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah. I, anyway, lot, I know I rambled there. I went on far longer than I should have, but there was so much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, so much to speculate on. I, I think I even left some stuff out, but that's okay. Um, no, we're fine. Just, yeah, just uh, so exciting, yeah. so exciting. Oh, okay. So this is what here's what here's what Jimmy said real quick. He said, "Thanks for the shout out. Awesome that my news made you guys so excited." I should clarify because I forgot to put this in my email. He was sweaty because he was going for a run, and I managed to catch him at the lights. Apparently, Joseph is a really keen runner. Just so no one thinks that Joseph Mall is just generally a sweaty dude, and I get sued for libel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So there yeah. you go. There you go. He was on a run, and he saw him at a light. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Just just seeing you know the lead, one of the lead characters, one of the lead actors, just running, running. You know, on the side no of big the deal. Pretty cool. No big deal. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's also pretty cool. That we have an insider. Let's just be honest. Let's call it what man. it is. We got inside sources on the Jimmy's island. Gonna, hey, Jimmy's going to keep us up to date. Yeah. Our Numenorean insider. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Me too. So thank you for everyone. Uh, hopefully that was a nice little entertaining bit of news. It's been a while since we've had, you know, we have talked that long in, you know, in show news, but it's been a while. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it was nice to kind of sit there and speculate a little bit. And and uh, I think we're ready for the reread, my friend. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's dive into... Uh Let's dive in, in, in into the Hobbit here. Um, chapter 10. Chapter 10, yes. So here's the deal, guys, with this chapter. Um, <laughs> was this the chapter that was changed the most in the films? I would really? say, yeah. Really? I would say big time. I mean, remember in the movies, like they were brought up through the toilets. Oh, and yeah. They were kept secret. <laughs> Shoot, and- I f- yeah. There was all this tension between um, uh, Bard and the Master and like these dwarves shouldn't be here. They're a harbinger of bad things to come. We got a little bit of that, but not much. No, not honestly. Not much at all. It truly was a warm welcome. It was very warm. Very yeah, warm. Just a very warm welcome. Very welcoming. It was very cold. <laughs> it was just very welcoming. It was but get out of the barrels. They're cold. It's warm. I don't know what was going on. So, he, this is cool. I love when we do these things because um, one day, if it's Ugh. safe, we'll, we'll, we will, when we're ready to retire from podcasting, which I've done yeah. two to three times, we'll release yeah. the doc so you guys can see all the maps in here. Because we got a sick map uh, in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just looking at the Forest River as it comes out into Lake Town. So, yeah. 
this is all kind of we're coming out of Mirkwood, uh, the Elven King's mm-hmm. Hall, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got in the barrels, and yes. we made our way out. So thankfully, yeah. Bilbo, he does his job and Save the saves the day, him man. Once again, save the day. S- saves him once again. Yes. Uh, you know. So, anyways, we get down the Forest River though, and I'm going to kind of just summarize this real quick. Actually, we have a summary. I guess I could just uh, read a bit of this for you folks. Sure, buddy. Um, so yeah, following the escape of the, the dwarves from the wood elves, Bilbo listened to the talk of the raft elves. Uh, he realized they were very fortunate to have escaped the way they had. He saw that the path, uh, that Beorn had told them to follow came to a quote, doubtful and little used end at the Eastern edge of the forest. So really, um, and that and pff, there's, it's a lengthy explanation as to where uh like like it's fortunate right there it's almost it's it's lucky Mm -hmm. gandalf when he hears Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. it will think his anxiety goes through the roof like oh shoot but at the same point in time this ended up being a a very sneaky way to kind of get through where they needed to get through it it gets them actually a little further along further north i think if i'm looking at this map right as they come out of mirkwood uh it looks like they would have came out even a little further south, and it would have it wouldn't have been exactly where they needed to be. So, ironically, they end up a little bit closer to the Lonely Mountain, uh, Lake Town, and Dale and such, which yes, just just is pretty cool. So there's that. Uh, after a while, they came to a long lake, and by the way, this is a uh, can't see the end of it. Kind of stretches right on up there to yeah, it's uh, huge a- Airbor, yeah, wild. Right, so the long lake is there. Bilbo marvels at this. We know how hobbits are with uh, large bodies of water. <laughs> uh, Don't trust came, it. Get, game to Lake Town, a small collection of huts and buildings uh, built on stilts over the water. So Lake Town, let me just remind friends, it is not like a town next to the lake. It is a uh, town on a lake. All right, yeah. so it is right Lake, lake Town. Would, yeah, if it was in like Shakespearean times, it would be town on lake, town on lake, guys. They, you know, yeah, yes. And, and actually, I thought they did a really good job in the film. I, I really like the way, yes. um, yes, it's laid out visually. And visually, it's yeah. beautiful. Uh, and yes. there's actually a cool. Did you see the cool map of Lake Town itself with the market yes. water and the town hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we got these collection of buildings here. Uh, first, the dwarves are to be unloaded. Uh, and as they're being, un- well, actually the first one to be unloaded is Thorin. Uh, we'll talk more about like him and what's going on there. They all kind of get out. They do the thing, uh, to shorten this up a bit. Uh, they're making their way along, sneaking past the guards. They talk about why the guards aren't really, you know, keeping a watch like they should. Yeah. Uh, who's yeah. this Mog fella? Let's laugh at the old folk who say he wants breathed fire all over uh everyone it's they've forgotten about smog they've forgotten about the dragon uh it doesn't seem real it's it's so it's such an old legend and lore the guards yeah, aren't time, really time out of mind yeah right that, yep. that kind of thing is happening and then uh we're able to sneak in and we get into the to uh the master of lake town and we'll talk about that yeah. at, at the end here so that's that's yeah. there our kind of setup for this and, and where we're at you know, I guess besides the toilets, though, I was thinking it was not straightforward. It seems like it goes kind of the same way, except for you're right. There is all that animosity 
uh, happening in the sneaking yeah, th- in that's different. So yeah, and I think what they tried to do, obviously, in the films, is develop use that time to develop Bard's character because we don't run into Bard in you know in this chapter, but yeah. he's the one. He's the one who gets them gets the dwarves safely into Lake Town. And there's much more this idea that if he didn't do that, there's no way they were going to make it in. He gives them weapons. Or or I can't even remember. It's probably like we meet Bard's family, his kid. There's a lot of time spent on that development of making Bard a much more uh, like well-developed, less flat, rounder character, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Other than that, it is pretty straightforward. You you were talking about luck, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a quick plug for... Um, I started finally reading this book again. Tom Shippey's Author of the Century, okay? Speaking of old yeah. Tom, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to get you this book. I haven't read this, I don't think, since high school when I did uh, my, my freshman research paper on Tolkien. And he has an entire section. He goes through all of his work, Um and his whole this whole book is is like pretty much um, Shippy's thesis of why Tolkien was in fact the greatest author of the 20th century, which is you think about all the all the prolific writers, um, sure, yes, and and how fantasy right uh, the the genre of fantasy we take it for granted now because of what Tolkien did, but how fantasy was. There, there were academics who said Tolkien is not a great writer. He writes fantasy. Mm. Mm. And what he did for the fantasy genre to make it, to take it from kind of uh, abstract and, and in some cases just like lists, almost kind of biblical in that way, just lists of names. Right. And see, like for instance, uh, um, the list of names of dwarves comes from this ancient Eddic poem, I believe, where there are all these dwarven names. He takes eight, eight of the dwarves' names. He just takes from that list, changes a little bit, moves them further down the timeline, maybe uh, makes them a little more English. Um, wow! But the name Gandalf is in there as well. So part of what Shippy was talking about was one of the reasons he decided to write The Hobbit. In the way he did was he saw this list and he's like that that name's not right and for us we're like oh cool Gandalf is in that list too that's where he got the name sure but all these other names are from a philological standpoint they're all yeah that makes sense as a dwarf those all make sense as a dwarf and I can't understand it because I'm a dummy but this this name Gandalver has the root Alver in it which is elf I I believe it literally means Elf with a wand or elf with a staff. And so he looked at the, I knew you would love this. I knew you would love this. this so he looks sick. at this, he looks at this list and he's like, huh, how did this elf, this elf with a wand, elf with a staff, get mixed up in this list of dwarves? How did that come to be? And so his genius mind, the trick he used was, I'm going to tell a story of why they would be in the same in the same list, and that okay. the, the Hobbit the Hobbit takes this historical mythological list that it, you can go look up, and may have been may have been real names we don't know, and says okay this is the story that informs that list this my story makes this list even more true, 
and vice versa. This list makes my story more true. Makes The Hobbit, in a sense, a true story because it's it takes these things. So, but but anyway, okay. Before you respond to that, he he mentioned luck, okay? Because you you just brought up luck, and I wanted to bring this up because we think of luck as this thing that, um, uh, hopefully I get this right too. We think of luck as chance, right? Mm-hmm. And so another thing that Tom Shippy does, is he goes through and he he analyzes all these devices, all these words that Tolkien uses. It's amazing. I'm getting you this book, bro. I'm gonna Amazon it to you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's 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 amazing. Like I want to go back and and re-record stuff because I've learned so much. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he talks about luck and the way Tolkien uses it as um, distinctly and carefully different from chance or commonplace good for, good fortune. Um, he goes to the the more original meaning of luck when he uses luck what he's talking about a different concept altogether one of an almost religious nature almost more like um um uh, what did the what did like the founding fathers call it? Uh, providence like okay. a yeah. instead of luck it's some some higher power some how, sure. higher beings um destiny right we always talked about the decision yeah. versus destiny or both during Lord of the Rings, that it's more of a power like that. So I just thought that was interesting. He brought that up. Uh, luck, uh, the word luck was Old English in origin. Um, and it's an obscure, uh, its etymology is obscure. We don't even know where it came from. <laughs> and and the reason he associates it with hobbit, hobbits is because um, that once again, it's an ancient belief that had survived into modern times unnoticed just like hobbits. Isn't it crazy? Uh, so anyway, a little plug. If you haven't ever read, I know a lot of people who are listening have read that book, but if you haven't, or it's been a while, like like it's been for me, go pick it up, read it. It is so good. It's just like, and the way Shippy analyzes Tolkien too, he's a master himself. Shippy's a master himself. But like, you just digest this stuff. It's like, it literally feels akin to eating a good meal. Like you go through it slowly, you analyze what he says, you're like, holy crap. Like it's one of those books you read where you feel your brain getting a little bit bigger. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, wow. Like he breaks it down in such a way that is pushes you, but he doesn't leave you behind. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he does it in a way that you're like, okay, wow, wow. And it just, what he's doing, especially in this section. So he has a section about Lord of the Rings. He has a section about Middle Earth in general, uh, concepts of evil. I mean, it's a... 300 plus page book but what he's doing for the hobbit is he's talking about inventing middle earth or i'm sorry reinventing middle earth and the way what it, what it does it just it flushes out all this deeper meaning that you you would read through the hobbit and a lot of people do you know and we, we at times it is easy to take lighthearted but to think that he is grappling with and planting seeds for much bigger things right that yeah. that lead into the lord of the rings that that He had already written some of the... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. These ancient tales that would become the Silmarillion. So he's drawing upon that connecting it to this, also finding um, philological influences and things that he knows of in uh, mythology and bringing that in and and using that as like background to tell the story. It's just crazy, man. Uh, yeah, it's that, crazy. That, that that is crazy. That the the and what's I, I'm blown away by the idea that you would go tell a story about you find oh, an ancient list. Yes. Yep. And this name does its name seems out of place, but we don't know out. anything about it. We're yep. not really sure why that individual was placed with these other individuals who all seem family like related uh, yep. of the same group. This yep. one is a guide is maybe a you start, yeah. you know, that as you're interpreting why the list, you start to think with a dwarf. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is this guy in here? Um, and the, and well, the story can just evolve, evolve yeah, start, from there. Like maybe he led him on a quest or a journey. Yep. And, it's just been forgotten over time, and the story was told. He, he was one of their number, you know. Company, yeah. That's wild. The and the irony here is, that I was gonna like before you started that. I was about to tie. I, I was a. You just took us like super serious, you know, and just took us to an epic <laughs> level. I was about to make a Hobbit junk food joke. So like, I mean, I sitting. So the Hobbit has please this tell me. going. Please tell me what it is. Well, you, what 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 do you call a hobbit who likes junk food? <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh, this is like a riddle. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Lord of the Onion Rings. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but like uh shout out to Lizzie for that, by the way. Uh she's she's writing all my jokes for me because I oh, I've, dang, I've been dude. recruiting people to to send me to, to send me jokes and so Oh, uh, that's awesome. Lane's a, but no, I we, you and I talked about this uh, probably, when was this? Um, either last recording or, or something. We're like, how serious do you take The Hobbit? Like, yeah. how, how deep do you want to go? How much yeah. research should we go look into? So I love that because that yeah. actually, 
that one little nugget right there is enough for me to take this the, the hobbit like as serious as i've ever wanted to take it so which is great it's, well and it's just i mean yeah it's it's amazing it's amazing that he was well just just his knowledge you also learn in this that he would i and I, it's something i had forgotten you know i knew that he was but he was one of maybe like he in some cases he was the only one like the only person in the world who understood the the philological backgrounds of these words hmm. like he di- he wrote uh definitions and etymologies for the Oxford English dictionary yeah yes. like he worked for them for a time like he was their expert on what is the history of this word where does it come from how do you know like he 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 everything was through that lens right when we talk about this idea that he wrote these stories so the language he created could have a world to live in it really was it that really was his impetus for writing these stories was so that yeah. his languages and his love of of history of words and it's something that he hated that no one else took seriously he was like he he would he would mourn the fact that languages were dying that languages were becoming less complex that vocabularies were being lost that origins of those words were being lost uh and, and that it wasn't taken seriously so yeah. there was actually just a major article out i don't remember where this was because i um i teach i teach reading class and etymology and um and it just like latin looking at latin roots and morphology yeah. and things and some we read something God, gosh i can't remember this was a, maybe a month ago or, or not too long ago about the languages that were being lost, little cultures and different oh, yeah. groups of people and things yeah. that were within uh, the, the next hundred years gone. So many languages, extinct would be languages, gone. And yep. I'm like, wait, yep. what? It's it crazy. Just, it's wild to kind of think about. So, um, inter- interesting, awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah. actually, as we're we're talking about Gandalf here, so just to kind of summarize this first part, one of the things I yeah. thought was interesting is that Gandalf is far away. And uh, that there yeah. is something going on there, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's all it's all alluded to that he has something else. So, uh, let which is cool see. because you almost it's a nice touchstone for uh, remembering that like Gandalf's part in the story isn't done, mm-hmm. and he really is. He's not just you know screwing around with Bayorn, you know, or yeah. trying to go on a date with Galadriel. Like he's, you know, he's working. But he did do those things, right? I mean, that's well. I mean, he did. I hope so. I would think. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm shipping that. Um, <laughs> is there fan fiction on Galadriel and Gandalf? Absolutely, you think there, there is. is. I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm like, pretty, was, I'm pretty was, sure Tom Shippey wrote it. <laughs> was the was the marriage <laughs> was the marriage to Caliborn just like a royalty thing, like just an elven thing? I yeah, it's, that no, that I, had to yeah. happen. I know so many people are probably like, don't they're so speak mad. They're, of them that so, How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> uh, no, I know that was a big thing, though. After the, Especially after The Hobbit, people really started to say, hey, what's going on here? Um, and is it is just like a movie thing? or I mean, because we realize, like, what he does, after he defeats the Belrog and is brought back, he goes to Lothlorien. Yes, he does. Yeah. W- why? Oh, he's yeah. trying to catch up with the Fellowship. I think he's trying to catch up with something else. Or someone <laughs> So, people are gonna hate us for the, even even like a, even approaching what member, this topic. What what member of the fellowship was he really looking after? Yeah, do, I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, okay. 
It, yeah. Gosh. Sorry about that. Sorry. No, you're fine. Rain, let's get out these, rain us let's back get in. Come out on. of these barrels from which we are shivering <laughs> and smelling like fish in. All right. Uh, yeah. So Gandalf, if he had known of this news, if this news had reached Gandalf far away and given him great, it would have given him great anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. And so mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. keeping up on them, and and he wanted to get back to Bilbo and company. But yeah, let's just talk real quickly about the dwarves in there. Uh, they are thankful that Bilbo gets them out. They yeah. are a little grumpy about it. Thorin is not, he's not particularly happy. They all smell like, uh, who was it? This sm- apples, right? Uh, oh yeah. And they, they said they'd never be able to eat an apple again. Yeah. Imagine right? that. Just like it, I know what a terrible thing to have ruined. Yeah. It does seem like quite a long journey. Was it Killy I mean, or Feely who said that maybe? Uh, it was one of the younger ones, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it would even seem longer because you weren't really sure. They weren't even really sure where they were or how long it was going to be. They just had to climb in the barrels, and they were out of control. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were. And the, yeah. those who came out that were uh, those who were either younger or who were better packed uh, came out yeah. a lot better, right? So yeah. Uh. So here's the part uh, where it's probably, it's probably more interesting, which is where we get the barrels. Um, so as soon as the raft of barrels came in sight, boats rowed out from the piles of the town, and the voices hailed the raft steers. Then ropes were cast and oars were pulled, and soon the raft was drawn out of the current of the Forest River. So mm-hmm. you have probably like two to three pages where it's just describing the land in this new mm-hmm. region that yeah. we're coming into. Uh, the marshes and the bogs and how far they spread, the rumors yeah. of earthquakes before all of that, and how that's attributed to smog. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really kind of the lay of the land. And really the, the relationship between Lake Town and the Elven King and yeah. the barrels, the trading, the economy back and forth is the major, yeah. what I got as the major takeaway, you know, from that first batch mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. of paragraphs. So Yeah, totally. Um. Yeah, yeah said, almost, almost kind of more of a Lord of the Rings kind of thing, right? With that description of the, oh yeah, uh, 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 of of a, a brand new location. Like Lord of the Rings, it probably would have lasted like two or three pages, but it's a couple of paragraphs here. But yeah, very. Uh, he does that so well. Like he sets up, um, uh, settings in in such a nice way that you can visualize and working in that some of this was damaged by, you know, what I mean that some of this is a result of smog's activity that that's why the land is the way it is and some of it's just kind of natural because it's yeah. a river going into a big lake it's going to be kind of boggy and stuff and yeah yeah do, uh do you remember so there's one interesting line here about bilbo and yeah. him knowing where they were based upon a map right so the only um mm. there's this description I, br- I bring this up because we're trying to i like to look at maps and i like to look at the yeah. lay of the land here and actually you go back to the lord of the rings when was it Pippin who was criticized for not looking at the map and not yeah, knowing yeah. where where they were going and Mary yep. talking to him? Uh, so the long Only, lake, yeah, is, yeah, is where we are here. Bilbo had never imagined that any water, uh, or he never imagined that any water that wasn't the sea could be so yeah. big. Right? Mm-hmm. It's wide. Uh, the opposite shore looked small and far, but it was long, so that its northern end, which pointed towards the mountain, could not be seen at all. Only from the map did Bilbo know uh, that away up there, where the stars uh, of the Wayne were already twinkling, the running mm. river came down 
into the lake from Dale, uh, and with the Forest River filled the deep waters that must once have been a great deep rocky valley. So that's kind of interesting. Mm. Like he, you can't even see this uh, yeah, from where he's yeah. at, especially too. But he does know and has, has an understanding that even though I can't see the the northern tip of this lake, I know that be where Dale and this you know yeah. lonely yeah. mountain are located yeah so. and that plays into his uh, we we learn about that within the first chapter don't we have his love of maps and how his tukish side is was always obsessed with uh you know like well done maps and imagining what was beyond and you know we always talk about the white spaces being filled in and things like that um and then just and then i love like how tolkien does this subtly too how he talks about how you know this this river fills in this lake which at one time you know just showing how old this world is and how the world has changed, just imagining that at one time it was just a deep rocky valley, that it wasn't a lake at all, that this world is ancient. This is the first yeah. this is the first book that we're so so it's hard to it's hard to think of it that way because so many of us I guess a lot of us read The Hobbit first, but like like me, I read Lord of the Rings first. I was more accustomed to that as yeah. opposed to the Hobbit. Which when you you know you read The Hobbit first and that's just a little it's a little trick, a little nugget to show that this is a very old world we're in, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that's the other thing too that that should be talked about. Middle Earth isn't even a term that's used, right? You know, yeah. this this right. is we 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 eventually know that this is Middle Earth, but right now it's like, where is it? Is this another mm-hmm. universe? Is this the world but long ago? What is this? Isn't that so, nice? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah, that you have to kind yeah. of wonder and yeah, you, yeah, it fills you with wonder and and I guess in a lot of ways it helps put you in the shoes of of Bilbo in some sense because you're he's filled with wonder so often and um out of his comfort zone and his depth so to, so to speak you know yeah yeah right um all right so, so I had this thought when I was um reading earlier and it's right before we get out of because the action takes takes place here in just a second so maybe my last point on this first sort of build up to us getting out of the barrels and going into lake town yeah uh it's they're describing dale describing some of the rumors and and things uh with Doran folk and what may happen in the future if they ever come back and yeah mm-hmm. the mountain and all this kind of stuff right so let me just read this a bit here a great bridge made of wood ran out to where on huge piles uh, made of forest trees was built was built a busy wooden town Uh, not a town of elves but of men who still dared to dwell under the shadow of the distant dragon mountain so uh this is a town uh not of elves but of men Yeah. yeah who who by the way dwell under the shadow of the distant dragon yeah, mountain. Yeah. This actually made me think like if you're talking and you're, I, I don't know. And I could, this is probably not what he was thinking, but what I thought of, I don't live near a volcano. I wouldn't live next to a volcano. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, people do though, a sleeping dragon. I mean, they, it's, it's the same waiting. as a volcano. Yeah. And it's same like, thing. It, and people, could be, what you hear is from some of the folk who were around when it when the when the mountain last erupted. Like, look, it's real. That thing will yeah. actually. Don't go too close. Don't upset it. Uh, don't whatever. It actually has the capability of um, going off. Going and off. Yeah, yeah. 
So I thought to myself, that's just like a volcano. This is crazy. Yes. You know, they're 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 right here in the shadow. Matter of, this. of time. Matter of time. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess. Anyway, this interesting. Do you think? Well, and, and, no, that's that's a awesome comparison because how many how many people live next to volcanoes? Or, dude, like the the whole theory of when Yosemite goes, like when Yosemite <laughs> we're blows all up, living. we're yeah. all screwed. Like yep. it's gonna destroy so. But it's like, nah, it won't happen to us. It'll happen. Yeah. Somebody out. We will be it'll be so far past our time like we might not even be around anyway and it's like but it could happen anytime. Nobody knows. Like it's unpredictable and a dragon is is the same for sure. I also was thinking as you're talking I'm like it's okay so volcano, fire, dragon, fire. This town could have been built like you know, a couple miles on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. On earth. Mm-hmm. Come and on. So I think to myself is this whole water thing, is it like a false sense of security? Is it a safety yes. blanket where you're like, what is the opposite of, of I know that you know we're, we're building wood structures here, but what is the opposite <laughs> of fire? It's water, right? Yeah. Uh, like maybe, maybe part of the rationale too is, well, we might lose our, our town, but we can jump into the water and who knows if this great fire worm can even can go into the water and for sure his his fire breathing would be extinguished so we could swim away and maybe you know not have to leave this area that we have come to love but be able to you know survive if we're attacked kind of a deal that's really interesting interesting, right right? yeah uh yeah look there's a possibility that a dragon might come down here and breathe a bunch of fire on us but don't worry we got this lake all right got a fire department so do you think they're running (laughs) you think they're running smog drills like all right kids run out jump in the i I mean i'm you know grab your buckets a little insensitive but uh no i mean you never know man i mean smog drill here we go um (laughs) yeah 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 oh i forgot it was the end of the month we got to get our smog drill in let's (laughs) go they're giving the announcement out to the out to the teachers and the principals look it's the bell they they just ring the bell don't don't be alarmed we got a guy with a kite out there it's not it's not smog (laughs) uh we're we're fine we're all fine here um (laughs) could you imagine that'd be Uh, awesome dude it's crazy it's crazy but you know what they weren't running these uh so they might have been running the old smog drill but they were not running uh the Durin's folk returning drill. No, you know no, no I mean? they were unprepared they were, for that. They were unprepared for that. They were unprepared for that. Although it says that men uh did remember they sang mm-hmm. old songs of the dwarf kings of the mountain. Yeah. Thor and Thrain of the race of Durin and the coming of the dragon and the fall of yeah. the lords of Dale. Uh, some yeah. saying too that that Thor and Thrain would come back one day, right? Yeah, and uh, basically reclaim the gold, and the and that gold would flow yeah. in the rivers. In the in the films, we we kind of catch a glimpse of this not through song and 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 ancient tales remembered, but through like the tapestry. Remember the tapestry that that Bard finds that has like. Uh, uh, Thorin's oh, yeah. lineage. Well, not yeah. Thorin's, but uh, Durin's lineage on it. And it's, you know, Bard who puts two and two together that I have a bunch of dwarves trying to sneak into, you know, Esgarath right close to Mountain Town. Mountain Town, yeah. You know, Worm <laughs> Town. Mountain. Worm City. I'm sorry, I, I got I got distracted because you said tapestry, and I was thinking, what kind of dance is <laughs> he talking about? Oh, man. Uh. What is he talking about? <laughs> I just... <laughs> 
I could, for the life of me, not figure out. Oh yeah, the that blanket goes thing. Got way it. back. Way Richard back. George. Shout out to Richard George <laughs> from Chicago. Oh my god, an gosh. old-time upper who just got a kick out of um, yeah the tape yeah. tapestry tapestry debate. Which one is it? I don't know. Honestly, when you say them, when you say them that quick, I know. like side by side, it really throws me. Um, and it's when you see it spelled, you're like, that's the funny that thing is, I know people. E. They think yeah. we're joking. They think I'm joking about it, but well, we're, I, we're not joking. Yeah, I sadly, wish. it's all too true. Yeah. yeah so yeah, <laughs> but let's that's, hey, as, that's as is real dragon. That word. That's your real dragon. <laughs> oh wow. What I live. I live in a shadow every day. I can't believe you brought it this close. <laughs> it was a drill. I I totally failed. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, I'm never going to a castle because I know they hang those on the wall. I'm yeah. not saying that word. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Mo- mo- moving yeah. on. Into Lake Town. Oh, the Forest River takes us there. We get out of these barrels. As I said earlier, yeah. um, Thorin is not not too happy, not too pleased. But he's happy to be alive, right? Uh, right. Bilbo does save them. And eventually, after the groaning and the moaning, uh they're gonna be just fine, right? Yeah, so, and he asks he asks some kind of cross. He says, "Well, are you alive or are you dead?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we see this Hobbit, like who you know, at first they, you know, they they mocked him and they compare. They said he's more of a a grocer than a burglar and all this stuff, you know. And it's and he was totally intimidated by that, and you know, probably rightly so back in the Shire. And here he is, they're fussing and moaning again, and he just puts them in their place. Yeah. Are you still in prison or are you free? Right. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. So they're thankful eventually after a while. It, they just take some time. You know, they. Yeah. They're grumpy. They, Dwarves are grumpy. grumpy. Yeah. Took a little time. Uh, Dwalin and Balin also not happy. Uh, isn't it, Bifer, isn't it also. Bofer, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it also kind of funny because they were the ones warning Bilbo of like all these dangerous things we're going to encounter? Yeah. Right. They're like the classic, like. Talking, talking them up, and then they get in the situations. They're like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, I didn't think it was this is awful." And it's like you could see Bilbo just going, "What? Didn't this what you guys said it was going to be? Like, who's right. complaining here? You guys were laughing I, at me. I, yeah, I yeah, saved you guys right. twice now. What's going yeah, on here? Yeah. Oh, I own your butt. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> Spiders, me, magical ring, sting. Yeah. No big deal. This sounds like my company, actually. Okay. Could have left you guys. Could have went back home. Could have left with the Elven yeah. King. Yeah, yeah, so. bro. Um, anyway, Le- Phil- dude, you just left leaves Elven King crown. Oh my gosh! Wow, you're you're so deep. I don't even know it. I don't even know it sometimes. Right? I know. I know. Just I just get lost in the in your eyes, dude. Wow. Just That's just the blue lights eyes. behind me, dude. It's the blue lights. Well, there's just so much blue that I just get sucked. I get sucked right, in. Man. Uh, look, look. Wow, it's Blue Lake. Uh, we're, we're moving on, friends. Philly and Killy, uh, they're the younger dwarves. They're doing just fine. Here, here we go. The apple uh. smell. <laughs> what would if they're okay? Let me let me let's do yeah. else. Let me. I, I, you know my favorite. I got thing. a question Actually, for you too. Yeah, your, my your favorite, favorite thing. thing. Uh, right. Yeah, thanks. Right. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, sorry. not embarrassing. To derail the podcast here. Um, yeah, my last barrel. aside. A barrel, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Full of what? What would be like? I don't think apples would be that bad. I was thinking like fish. Nah. Would be ter- you know, like that was a pretty it's, good. Yeah. In the, in the film, it's, I mean. It's all the association of like, you're going to feel sick. So you're going to associate feeling sick 
with that food. I'll tell you what. I'll t- okay, I'll tell you what didn't have the effect on me. You want that? Yeah. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about telling you this on an episode the other day. This is this is magical. Christmas of my 12, 12th year on this earth. <laughs> I, can't, I don't remember what year that was. I think I was 12. <laughs> I, I remember uh, like being too cool, you know. So I had just gotten a TV in my room and I was watching Scrooged on TBS. Mm-hmm. I think it was Christmas Eve. I think I was being like a mopey preteen and I was like, I'm just going to take this pizza into my room. So I took a... <laughs> Dude, this is going to be a flashback for you. I don't know if this was one of my favorite places. I took a medium. And for a 12-year-old, that's it's not too bad. You're in between being a hungry, ravenous teenager and right. a little kid who never eats anything. Right. Um, I took a medium plain cheese Ron's pizza. Wow. Upstairs, best wow. crust in town. Yeah. Best Ron's had the best crust in town, like crackers, like oh, cracker yeah. crust. Took it up into my room, ate the whole thing. Watched Scrooged, fell asleep. Not gluttonous at all, you know? No sure. no shame. I woke up and puked every ounce oh of pizza into that toilet. Thought I was going to die. <laughs> I, if you said right now, Lane, you could have a large cheese pizza from Ron's right now in front of you in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I would take it. I am not. That experience did not dissuade me. From really? not, thank God, pizza in general, but not even Ron's pizza. And that's not the first time I've gotten sick on pizza. So huh. I, don't, I, I have a proposal for you. I don't think Philly liked, I don't think he liked apples to begin with. True. I don't think Maybe. he truly enjoyed a G-darn apple to begin right. with. Okay? And, that's what yeah. I think. And, so I think, he's blaming this bar- I think he's blaming this barrel thing. So that people aren't like, you don't like apples? What's wrong with you, bro? You don't like apples? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's blaming the barrels on it. What well, about you? Goes, What's, yeah. This goes back to Rivendell. When this is, this is where okay. they get in the movie, kind of why the food, The lettuce. The lettuce, yeah, the fruits. Yeah, I mean, the whatever. Veggies, yeah. fruits, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. What about mm-hmm. you? What's one thing that you would, that uh, you would, well, lament, would lament having to never eat again? I hate I to. I I can't believe that we're actually we've we've actually said the word puke two to three times on this on this episode. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I mean, because we, we said it earlier, and I can't even remember what it was in <laughs> reference to. And I just I know someone's gonna go back, but like that's like the third time these guys have mentioned this. So for me, uh, three three times oof, always. Wow, uh, this is wild. It's uh, you ever had that lemon cream cake like or cream pudding lemon straight lemon. You don't like lemon. lemon pie? Is it a lemon pie? Is what it is? Lemon lemon meringue pie? Yeah, it's good. it's like a creamy kind of yeah. like the whip top, you know, whatever it is. Yes, and then the the layer of lemon and then like the meringue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Just a lemon pie. I know. Lemon custard pie. That's probably what Something you're talking like about. That. Yeah. Okay. All I know is and the reason I don't know really what it is is because if it enters the room, I exit the room. Really? Oh, man. I Dude, can't. lemon Lemon desserts are an aversion for a lot of people. Sarah can't stand them. Yeah. Win- Winnie, I don't think Winnie likes them. Charlotte loves them. I love them. Bro, one of my favorite things to get is like a lemon drizzle blueberry cake. Just wow. rife with zest and juice and just beaming with that yellow golden light. I love it. I love lemon. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just wow. one of those things. I think it was uh, something back in the day. I was kind of sick around that time when I when it was at the some family function, and I yeah. ate a piece of it, and obviously was sick. So you know, I thought you were gonna say ribs, smoked ribs. <laughs> that's what the earlier. That's what the earlier reference was. <laughs> that was it. Oh man, jeez, yeah, guys. These episodes sometimes they go so long. I I just we lose track of what, what did we say in the beginning. Um. Anyway. Here we are. So we're out of the barrels. Yeah. Everyone's patting each other on the back saying, hey, we're, we're doing fine. Yeah. Um, Where do we go now? Where do we go? Yeah. So. Ah, so they're sneaking up. They're sneaking up on the on, on the kind of the guards. I kind of mentioned ahead of time mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, the relationship between the river folk and the wood elves, and the barrels and the back and forth. Yeah. They are astonished by Thor and Oakenshield when he kind of like steps in there. Right. Uh, who are you and what do you want? They shouted, leaping to their feet. And these are the guards. They're groping for their weapons. Um, yeah, Thorin, son of Thrain, son of Thror, king under the mountain, said the dwarf yeah. in yeah. a loud voice. So he announces himself, let it be known, drop all of those names, and let the yeah. rumors run throughout the city is, yeah. is kind of the the deal. You know, there's this interesting thing where when he's talking to the guards, um, you know, in like every movie, in every story, it seems like a lot of them anyways, there's, you come to that moment where the guards are kind of like, I don't know about this guy. I'm, I'm not so sure that you're, you are who you say you are, right? Yeah. And the way that character gets out of that is by saying, well, if you make it, if, hey, if you're wrong. Try me. If you're wrong, your master is going to be upset with you, right? No, that's true. Right, yes, you appeal but to the master. Yeah. If you're right, you're the guy who brought me before the master. True. Right, and true. Th- and he does that here, and I'm just yeah. sort of like, oh, this isn't, you know, did did Tolkien did do this Tolkien way back start in the this? Day? I mean, he I probably did. He's the oldest thing I read, so um, I don't know. He's pretty old. He's dead. People are like, as the the <laughs> the Bible is. Are you? Is, <laughs> come on now. Well, allegedly, I mean, allegedly, we I don't know. know. I that don't was know. yeah. I told you wrote that too. Um, whoa, anyway. whoa! Oh, can you say that? Like, oh, you got nervous there. Holy Spirit's <laughs> knocking your knocking yeah, your mic okay. out. Holy Ghost just walked in here and knocked my mic out. <laughs> oh wow, that's crazy. Um, oh, Lord, man, Lord, forgive yeah. me. Uh, Lord, for, Lord bless us. So he's, um, yeah, he's in here. There. Uh, let me see. Where do we want to go next? Here. Yeah, he's make, he makes his announcement. They well, ask the who other the others are with him as well. Yeah, Billy and Kelly are there too. Yeah, I was just gonna say one of the one of the good things uh, about their current state is they're not coming with arms like they have no weapons. No, and they says no. lay your weapons down. We have none. Right. And 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 to make such a bold pl- proclamation of who you are, your identity, and to not come with you know any kind of weapons, it's like all right, well they're either crazy or they're right. So that's the other thing too is either they're they're wackos, lost their marbles. Delusions yeah. of grandeur, or they're who they say they are. Well, and you, there is kind of a plainness to to these dwarves as well, because the yeah. we're about to go, uh, you know, take me to your master. There's some discussion as to Philly and Killy, which is cool. Fathers, yeah. daughters, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, sons, and and so yeah, sister sons, yeah, exactly. Or sons of uh, my father's daughter, yeah. Probably they're, also they're good related, too, man. They're they're related. And not in a Kentucky way. Um, so it's probably... 
How dare you? Okay. <laughs> you offended our. I'm from southeastern Ohio. Okay, I, I'm a UK. I'm, I'm a fan. river person. I I, I, res- I highly am. I'm, I'm offended. You're Kentucky born, man. Don't don't. All right, that. go ahead, go ahead. But I was just gonna. I was. Uh, don't remember what I was gonna say. That's that's great. What a dumb, <laughs> stupid. Uh, it wasn't even that good, but I think it would have added something. It would have. That's added what I think about most things I say. I'm like, it's not really that good, but I think it might add something. What were we talking about? Relations, uh, weapons. Whoa, what? Get, get, getting get, getting in to see the master yes. of, of okay. Lake Town. All right. So, um, yeah. Sorry. These guards and Lake Town being kind of like a trade city and having business with elves is probably advantageous for the dwarves as well because it's not like it would be strange to see someone different at the at the bridge at the at the guard tower you know at the castellum mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like out of the ordinary it would be like whoa you're not men what is uh it? yeah it's yeah, like yeah. oh okay it's a dwarf these are dwarves all right we've heard of them we've probably seen them we trade with a lot of people all right yeah it's, really it's though the, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as novel i guess then as if it was like a group of hobbits showing up where it's like what the crap or it's like ents walking on the bridge like what is going on here You're like well they're dwarves okay i mean Come think on. about this though could, could any dwarf just wandering through be like you know what look i know it's not i know it's not actually the return but i am starving I am absolutely. <laughs> Could you imagine? Some guy says they haven't seen they haven't seen our kind in in years. Matter of fact, we're just in their songs and their lore, and I need a bite to eat tonight. So, guy walks in. I mean, I'm just thinking some random dwarf walks in. I don't know. Dusts up his beard a little bit, and he says, "Hey, I'm back, baby. I, I'm back. I, I hear you got you guys got a real nice fish fillet. Uh, come on in, uh, right, fish right. sandwich." Let's do it. <laughs> oh, you, you you know it's been tried. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm thinking. Like they're like probably by like this guy. Probably by Thorin's in-laws. They probably just crept up to the guard thing well, and were like, "Yeah, is there like a Sackville Bagginses of the of their like offshoot? <laughs> there has to be. Oh gosh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Here we go. So, um, they take him in to see the master. He makes, the, again, proclamation again, I am Thorin, son of Thrain, son of Thor, king under the mountain, I return. Boom. Um, all leap to their feet. The master of the town sprang up uh, in his chair, but none rose in great surprise, uh, or in greater surprise than the raftmen of the elves who were sitting at the lower end of the hall. Now, they're going, now, we've heard that this guy should be locked up with our king, and here he is. And so they're a little upset. Yeah. The master's going like, uh, you, you know when the people start to kind of, uh, <laughs> this guy's they like, dictate, I don't have a whole lot of control a, here, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let me let me feel out the crowd and see which way I need to move. Uh, he felt, yeah, he felt like a classic like politician. Like, let me read my constituents real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're good with, you know what? I'm going to put the king's relationship with the king on hold. I'm with my people here. These guys are good. Fine. Come on in. Right, like, right, yeah, on, yeah. Man. Come on, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, matter of fact, by me welcome. I mean, it, it's such a popular thing that you're just like, yeah, let's roll with it. This is, yeah, this is. Look yeah. what I'm doing for him. See, yeah, come on in. Let me host but you. We 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 brought up the idea of a a poser moments ago, and yeah. think at the risk here that the that the Big time. the master of Lake Town. I mean, what if this is not the right guy? You know. What if also yeah, also I mean, truly the risk is that smog is like 
out there, okay? I mean, he's real. So That's true. So yeah. really, I mean, at the worst, you got a you got a couple of hobbit hobbits. Jeez. Just take me out of the game. <laughs> Put me on the bench. Put me on the bench. Call up the third stringer. Do it. Uh just do it. Who, I'm <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, okay. I was gonna say <laughs> don't you ever as consider that. Why would you do that? Why would you uh, even you entertain that idea? Didn't I you? did not want to have to go up and, and your daughter is asleep. What are okay. the people saying? Get him out. They Shit. want Winnie sure. and Charlotte um, back. They're asleep, guys. I think I can rock this song though. Oh, I was, my gosh. I was gonna, I was going to say pretty much the worst thing the 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 master would have is some squatters. You know, it's like okay, yep. you guys said you were going to the mountain. You've been here for four months. It's time to. <laughs> It's time to the people are starting to get a little suspicious. Can you at least just like wander off towards the mountain and you can go somewhere? But they're starting to turn on me. <laughs> they're starting yeah. to question my, you know, my leadership, which is valid. Right, right. So. Oh, you ready what? for this? You ready for I'm this? I'm ready for this, dude. So this is the um what is this song about here? Let me let me what's the what's the they just break out in song, right? I mean yeah. uh, the king beneath the mountains, the king of carving stone, the lord of silver fountains shall come into his own. His crown shall be upholden, his harp shall be restrung, his hall shall echo golden to songs of your resung. The woods shall wave on mountains and grass beneath the sun, his wealth shall flow in fountains and rivers. The streams shall run in gladness, the lakes shall shine and burn. All sorrow, fail, and sadness at the mountain king's return. You got the horns going. I did have a little shocked face next to the line, the lakes shall shine and burn. Wow. Like, no. Why'd you sing that part, first of all? Like, do you want this to happen? Yeah, and really. also, I know you're probably thinking like, you know, gold. It's gonna be. I have a gold lake, everybody. <laughs> hey, come on, come on down to Gold Lake. But it's like, mm, dragon burn. Right, Are we right. asking for this? Like, do we want this? Is this why you're on a lake? Are right. you tempting the dragon? That's not good. And it's right there at the end. Everything seems right all there? just yeah. Everything's fine and silver and carving and uh, golden and whatever. And then yes. Uh, possibility that the lake is going to shine and burn <laughs> wow okay um hey and you know what i what yep. was the song that we were the last one where i turned it into like a really just sad somber kind of yeah what was that? <clears throat> what was that one because you're you know you're I, I like to you're dark well no dark, i not that there you? is another but i mean they're all celebrating and i, I have this weird yeah. sort of sense of humor where i'm like <laughs> what is <laughs> gonna be somber song? someone like everyone's you know and one singer stands up and he starts to sing it and people were like what dude like yeah. they throw tomatoes at him or something <laughs> so stupid uh, so yeah folks can imagine uh imagine what that would be like anyways i think um, they want to see you reenact it honestly or or bring it no to I, life. Did, I did that last time it's it's just you yell okay. this draw out the the king Beneath the mountains. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when it starts like that, this is what I hear. If I were the king of the forest. forest. <laughs> I always think of the Cowardly Lion. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, yeah. And maybe that's who I'm imagining kind of like. You could have, dude, you could have, you would have nailed the Cowardly Lion. 
You would have been a good Cowardly Lion, and I, I would have been, been an awesome Scarecrow. Let's let's Actually, do it, man. I'm looking at our faces right now, going, "I have a li- I have a lion's face." Back off me. Yes, you do, man. You know, and well, you have I look a like- lower back ponytail. Thank so you. It's already there. It's already there. All right, moving on, moving on. Yeah. Sorry so about they that. sang this wonderful song, and it's great, and there's much shouting, and there's all these different things going on. Yeah. Um, what else kind of happens here? They nothing. The wood really. elves. They're rock they're, stars, man. They're rock stars, but the, it's the wood yeah. elves who are still kind of complaining, grumbling, and rumbling, right? Um, well, it makes them look bad, doesn't it? It makes them look bad. Yeah. Like, li- what is this? Like, like these guys got in our barrels, and they snuck out. Like, how are we going to explain this? Yeah. Like, because Thranduil is going to hear about it. Right. Right. And how do right. we absolve ourselves, like, to show that we weren't... I'm sure they're thinking about their own necks, too. Like, we did not know about this, bro. We did not know they were in our barrels. Okay? Right, right. Don't it, lock it, us up. Yeah, and that's that's sort of what... Um, right at the very end of this is that they go back there. Bilbo gets his cold. Is that right? He's getting, like, there's... Thank you for muck. Right. Yeah. Um, so it says then, in, in meanwhile, the wood elves had gone back up the Forest River with their, uh, with their cargo, and um, there was great excitement in the king's palace. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'd never heard what happened to the chief of the guards and the butler. Nothing, of course, was ever said about... Wait a second. That feels like it was like, like an like last chapter. That's weird, because he doesn't even have this thought. He has the thought about when he sneaks past that guard. Yes. Um, as to like he puts he, he puts the, the keys key back. back yeah right exactly yeah okay yeah um no. yeah so he was he was careful uh yeah so, so nothing of course was ever said about keys or barrels while the dwarves stayed in lake town and bilbo was careful uh never to become invisible still i dare say more was guessed than was known though doubtless mr baggins remained a bit of a mystery in any case the king uh knew now the dwarves errand and thought uh, or thought he did, and he said to himself, so here's what he said, Very well, we'll see. No treasure will come back through Mirkwood without my having something to say in the matter. But I expect mm-hmm. they will all come to a bad end uh, and serve them right. So, yeah. I mean, he's basically, yeah. he knows what's up. He That was the whole thing, too. He was questioning um thor and wanting to know what you're about what you're doing in my woods mm-hmm. uh, etc and mm-hmm. now he knows so ne- now he can he can tell uh what they're about and mm-hmm. you know does he have a right to any of this treasure does he not what's what's the what's the deal they you know the movie makes this out to be a bigger deal like there's some sort of um there's something up between between the dwarves and the elves right and there's some history between them yeah yeah, and you also kind of see too here that the the masters like I'll just take my cut on their way back if they do go back, and if yeah. not, whatever. It's no it's no loss to me, right? So just kind of whereas yeah, uh, there is this beef between Thranduil and and the elves and the dwarves, Thranduil and Thorin, and possibly some history there as well, and and the masters like literally in the middle. It, it doesn't really matter either way for him. And the irony, irony th- is we, we know what ends up happening to his, you know, to his, his town. It's crazy. Yeah. Right, crazy. right, exactly. He, here's something. One more thing as, as we wrap this up. Just um, 
So, I don't know. I just you, the way this is written. Sometimes you, you you switch out of like it's not like through Bilbo or or Thor. You get this uh, third yeah. person kind of narr- yep. narration that explains yeah. the who the dwarves are and what the what the master was thinking and how it's all kind of connected. Because he's thinking that, as you said, perhaps they're just frauds and they're really not who they say yep. that they are. They're going to be discovered and they're going to be you know uh, turned out or whatever. He was wrong. Thorin, of course, was really the grandson of the king under the mountain, and there was no knowing what a dwarf yep. uh, will not dare or do for revenge or the recovery of his own. Mm. And it's just that extra kind of uh, commentary or whatever on the nature of yeah. dwarves and, nature and of how, dwarves, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well, that's sick. Watch out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then they they kind of get on their way, right? And it's yeah. uh, the master's not sorry at all, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were expensive to keep, and their arrival had turned things into a long holiday in which business was at a standstill, so bad for business. I do also love, like, a page back. Uh, Thorin looked and walked as if his kingdom was already regained and smog chopped up into little pieces. So they really were like rock stars walking around. Like, yeah. people were, they were pumped. You know, they were well-fed. People were curious about them and he, i'm sure they were telling tor- stories and singing songs and yeah yeah well yeah and so they're off um they're well fed now and they've uh our elven king knows what they're about the master knows that they're on their way uh bilbo is yeah. the only one who's really not not happy right? and isn't that at funny like yeah at the beginning of this chapter it's all the dwarves who are thoroughly unhappy and at the end yeah Bilbo's the only one in the company right. who's right. who's not digging the current situation. Yeah, because you know he had caught that cold, man, and he wasn't feeling good. And he knows that the hardest, or he just—I mean, you're getting to the, the. We're on our way now. We're on our way. Like we're, we're entering, way. we're entering our final leg in this journey, uh, and the biggest task yet. You know, well, it, spiders. It, this is what he was hired for, too, which is yeah. like that's getting closer. And he's already done so much. So much. Um, exactly. Like like spiders and uh, an elven king are one thing. Uh, you know, you go, you can go back to the, the goblin uh, uh, cave. Right. And in the Misty Mountains, like all these things he's done so far. And it's like, that's not even the hardest part yet. Yeah. And really, if we don't accomplish this next task, it's all for naught. Like, it doesn't really matter at all. Yeah. Wow. Oh boy! Wow! So, a warm welcome that turns into a cold. Um, Yeah. There, there there you go, friends. Chapter ten. All right. That was beautiful. That was a lot of fun. I um I do have an uh, an email that I like to read real quick. Is that cool? Absolutely. And then uh, do a Tolkien story, right? Yes. Yes, sir. And then I thought because I didn't, I we have new riddles in, which thank you. Everyone who sent in new riddles, that's beautiful. Uh, we're not going to have to resolve to trying to stump one another. Mm-hmm. But I didn't put it in the doc, so it's not ready for, you know, I would Here, see I the answer you. and it wouldn't be fair. Well, we'd see the answer. Oh, gotcha. Well, I, I, have, to have, know, I have to have Sarah do it. Well, hey, I was going to ask rings, you. rings. Hey, here's the thing. I already gave hey, us hey, one. You that's know, we true. had the So I, I have a question, like a, a, almost like a, a strawberries and cream that I can okay. ask. So. Okay. All right. That's inspired by this chapter. Um. Okay, so this is from Carlton. All right. 
Carlton says, hi, guys. I'm Carlton from the well-named Shire town of Oakwood, Georgia. I'm also... I'm also from November 2018, if you take my meaning, as I have listened to 34 episodes and I'm just about to plunge into Helm's Deep with y'all. So, wow. He's from 2018. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Like It's almost like time travel. Mm-hmm. All you guys are some two and a half years, 60 episodes, and probably 150 hours ahead of me. I imagine things have happened and I'm behind the time. After listening to 34 episodes, at least 70 hours, I have something I've been wanting to share and I'm not going to put it off any longer. At least 30 times now, you guys talk about starting a podcast. You talk about it and you make up titles and say how great it would be. And I agree. I think you guys could do a great podcast that would entertain listeners far and wide. It could be a lasting contribution to fans of JRR who also enjoy you guys. I say it's time you you two slow coaches. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I heard it. Did you hear what he called, you, what he called I, you? Yeah. Well, he and called you. Me it. And yeah. you. Two. You two slow coaches, stop talking and start producing us some podcasts. Well, I don't mean to stop talking. I mean stop just talking and take action. I listened to about 90% of a good podcast about procrastination by a doctor who studied it. I would recommend it to anyone who struggles with procrastination. I'll forward you that link like tomorrow or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Not that it solved my procrastination problem, but now I understand why I do it. I just want to send this bit of encouragement. I really think you two could make a great podcast. See you in the future, Carlton. Then he has a disclaimer. There once was a blind guy from Oakwood who sent emails best that he could. He used Apple dictation, whose interpretation of what he said often was no good. So, Carlton, Mm. I know that we haven't played the name game in a while, and you're going to see that as you progress. Right, right. But I think we'll finally take you up on your advice. We'll stop being slow coaches. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know... I think he's got he's got some he's got a vision for us there, as I love it, Carlton. I, I I'm all for this. Yeah. Are we talking to Carlton yeah. in the past, or or is he? Where is he? That's right a great. Now? Really, kind of. I think we just spoke to him in the future. I think we did too. That's what I was trying to get at. It's like I'm pretty sure right now wow. you and I in the present are speaking to him in the future. So could we? And call he just wrote us from the past. Could we call ourselves prophets? What is, is going sacrilege? on? Is that sacrilegious? I look. Ezra uh, was a prophet. Um, Darn right he was. Fifteenth book of your holy book. And so. you know what? I'm pretty sure that a narrow way, path less trodden, is a lane. Is a lane. Not a lane. Not a lane. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. All right. We're getting a little full of ourselves here. All right. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Mr. Prophet. Swinging that around. Slow coach. Uh, Tell us a Tolkien story, my friend. Yeah, so uh, this is from did Rina I catch Diaz. Off guard there, or yeah, you did actually. Uh, <laughs> R- Rina Diaz here. So uh, we went way back there in in the past, and we got one that's a little bit more recent here. We're kind of diving back in. Um, we're probably gonna have to. Add, ha- we've said this before. Episodes where we just go in and get caught up on these things. We're trying to yes. sprinkle in a few older ones, a few newer ones here and there. Um, yeah, just as let me tell you, the old inbox. All right, I hate. Is, I love it. Okay, well, I hate to be a slow coach, but I think that last name is Dietz. What did I say? Diaz. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say that? Okay. Can't, I can't believe you, dude. I can't believe uh, you did, messed up a name. Did, You've did never the, done that before. Did I get the first name? You think I got the first name right? Looks good to me, baby. So, uh, Rena Dietz. The only reason I know is there's a teacher in my school who has that last name. So, did you? Now, did you? Is this a relation? Did you I don't put know. that? Did you put that T in there after I? After no. I said the, no, I didn't. I didn't touch her in the dock. Oh. He's in here altering the dock, Rena. Keep and your I, fork I, tongue behind your teeth. <laughs> I would never I misread not, a last name. I would. I wouldn't do that. I did not pass through spelling and language assessments to Bandia. <laughs> Crooked, witless. Oh, I do do them things. Call me all sorts of names. No, you're wow. beautiful. I love you. I love you too. All right, Rena. Here we go. Um, thank Enough. you for for sending this. So. Hello, Lane and Ez. Not sure if you guys are receiving, um, are still receiving these uh, as you're starting up with The Hobbit soon. I thought I'd finally share my story, right? Uh, I'm not yeah. the greatest writer, so I apologize for my story being all over the place. Don't worry about Suits that. Us. I, I apologize us. for uh, this podcast being all over the place. No, <laughs> that's, okay. I wasn't talking. Right. I'm on the yeah, podcast. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's real nice. All right. Sorry. I know what that was. Um, are you serious right now? What is no, <laughs> this no. guy? All right, first I want to say pretty good though, right? I was actually really good. Yeah. You had every see. That's the problem. People are like sitting here going, "I can't tell if Lane and Az actually get along or not." Uh, it's wild. It's part of the mystery. Part of the Rena, mystery. here we go. Um, first, I want to say that I'm happy that I found this podcast. You guys are giving me a little piece of home combined with Lord of the Rings, and I think that's awesome. I wanted to share my story as I've been. Uh, hearing you share others, and it made me feel close to all of you, and I'd love to give you the chance uh, to get to know me as well, and we appreciate that. Uh, I, f I first heard of Lord of the Rings when my brother and father decided to see The Fellowship of the Ring when it came out in 2001. Uh, I had never read the books or really knew they existed. I was yeah, 11 at the time, yep. and I was so excited to see the movie because my father was talking about the story, and it sounded... Like, such a great adventure. This sounds so familiar. Right? It does. Yeah. Uh, I loved the beginning and was really invested in the story uh, until Isengard was shown and the orcs were being created. <laughs> yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was so scared, I started crying and I hit my face in my father's lap. Um, I had to leave the theater. Wow. Uh, wow. To take a breath and to collect myself before going back in. I finished the movie and was in awe. I loved it. Even with being scared by those orcs, and they I, listen, they are scary. It is not something I mean. Tammy, you know, I Tammy right? did a good job, mm -hmm. to say the least. That might be the worst compliment, most underwhelming compliment Tammy Lane's ever gotten. Tammy Lane's a beast, okay. And there, everyone who worked is. on those orcs, they're beasts Mo too. They're monsters. All right. Um, I don't know if you oh, can wait. say that. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Is that a compliment <laughs> or that? I don't know. Uh, hey, they were they were scary. That's what we want, right? Um, Everyone's like, wait, as we talk about the orcs or the people who created them? Uh, oddly enough, after that scene, I think I was prepared. Um, I was prepared for what they look like, and, I, and hmm. it didn't bother me for the rest of the yeah. movie, which, yeah, that makes, that makes that sense. That would be kind of jarring because you didn't really see the Urukai like, broadcasted anywhere. Well, uh, let's At least be I don't honest. remember that. Let's be honest. We saw them created, right? Like ripping yeah. out of what is a, a mud like a uh, sack. Like birthing thing. I don't even placenta know. Placenta from the earth. No it was idea. weird. That was yeah. wild. And anyway, oh. yeah. Well, 
more and on killing right away, like killing, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's scary. Ooh. It was it was not yeah. good. Saruman was not in some. I mean, that was bad. That's a low yeah. point for him. Major oh, yeah. low. Yeah. Uh, all right. At eleven, I wasn't much of a reader, having dyslexia and ADHD. Reading was a big challenge. After that movie, though, my reading changed. I was so obsessed uh, with that world and the creatures Tolkien created that I took my brother's copies and read all three uh, very poorly, and I probably missed a lot. Before The Two Towers was released, by this time, my, uh, my room completely changed from a typical girl's room with stuffed animals, bright colors, and welcoming environment to uh, all Lord of the Rings. <laughs> wow. Uh, I had posters, books, soundtracks, uh, and anything I could get my hands on that was related to Tolkien. My friends thought I was weird. <laughs> hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, flash forward eight years, and I'm still as in love with Middle Earth as I was at 11. My mother definitely wasn't expecting to have such a nerdy daughter. I thought my parents knew that this was going to be a lifelong love because when I had when I was 19. They gifted me a trip to New Zealand. Uh, that's, hmm. that's awesome. I, I want to go to New Zealand so bad. I really yeah. cannot wait until uh, that's, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, we did a tour of both islands and discovered that my tour guide worked at Weta Workshop. Wow. Uh, while the movies were being filmed and was good friends with Shane Rungy. Wow. So as a Christmas gift. Crazy? Wow. That's wild. Uh, we we were um, we were there from Thanksgiving to Christmas. He introduced me to him. Wait, what? Is that, is that wild? Is <laughs> yeah, that wild? I, that's awesome. Wow. I honestly don't remember much of what we talked about, but I do remember how astonishingly mm. kind he was. Such a kind and, man. Yep. Uh, I was definitely starstruck. He gave me two signed pictures and a small action figure that I still oh. have to this day on what my husband likes to call my Lord of the Rings shrine. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that makes, you know, if you're yeah. going to be, yeah, everyone has to have a Lord the, of the Rings The shrine. Lord deserves a shrine, yeah. Right. right. Uh, Sh- uh, Shane was such a great soul. He even drove my father to the airport when um, wow. he was heading home. Wow. Well, isn't, do you remember, do you remember like sitting down and talking with him? Just how oh, he, yes, how he made you feel? Like, yes. just, you got to the point after you, the nervousness wore off because you realize who Shane is. Yeah. You're like, I feel like I could ask him anything. I could ask him yes. anything. And it, it, like, it's a same thing with Tammy. Same thing when we met Billy Boyd. I, like, Absolutely. I yeah. went from being a kid who saw these people or their creations and were, uh, you know, like, was obsessed with it to feeling like, wow, I, w- what down-to-earth, kind, generous people. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like yeah, unbelievable. No, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you, and I, th- yeah. I, I think that's this is, that's cool. I would love yeah. to in person meet uh, Shane yeah. and Shane and, and others. Pretty cool. uh, so Be pretty cool. Uh, okay, so now, um, now to how you are giving me a little piece of home. I am from Columbus, Ohio. Went to Ohio go. University. There you and go. My family owns property in the Hocking Hills. Yeah, uh, baby. Not two miles from Old Man's Cave. Yeah, wow. right down the road. Uh, We would go camping and hiking almost every weekend, and when I delved into the world of Tolkien, my love of the woods and its connection to Middle Earth uh, became so much more strong and meaningful. I could see the faces in the trees and and could feel as though I was running through the old forest. The Hocking Hills definitely has the old forest feel. 
Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Uh, I would run through the woods enjoying sword, uh, sword play with my brother, climbing trees, feeling like I could see the whole world. And to this day, when we go hiking, I get lost in thought of walking through Middle Earth. Yeah. I am now, uh, I am 30 now and haven't been home since Thanksgiving 2018. Hmm. I discovered your podcast in March of 2019. And each time I listen, you bring Ohio back to me. Uh, wow. I've been, I've been living oh. in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Since, just thinking uh, of what she did there with like even Treebeard, "Come Back to Me," the, the song of the Entwives, like bringing Ohio back to me. That should be on a what shirt in the world. Uh, wow, Rena, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yes. So I, I've been living in Colorado since uh, 2014, and I don't miss the humidity uh, or the cloudy days, but I do miss <laughs> the Hawking Hills. Uh, thank you for deciding mm. to start this podcast and bringing me home with each listen. Thank you for all that you do, Rena. Wow. Wow, Rena. Beautiful. And how yeah. about that? You know, people, people, and I thought this at one time too, before I truly fell in love with Ohio, uh, you know, I contradicted how I now feel back then. I thought, man, anywhere in the world would be better than Ohio. Ohio sucks. That's what I used to think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And no other place I'd, I'd, I, I will ever live, you know, God willing, knock on yeah. some wood. Lord right. bless us. Yep. And Rena is in a place where most people would, most people in America, I think, would go, oh, yeah, Colorado, take me there. Right. Take me home, country road. That's about West Virginia, but, you know, Rocky Mountain High. Sure. And uh, she, you know, doesn't miss the humidity or the cloudy days, but she does miss. Hockey you know, Hills. Yeah. Hawking Hills. The Shire. The old, the old forest and the, the Shire. Shire of America. That's right. That's yeah. right. Shire of America. You said it, not me. Yeah, you're right. I did. Actually, I, I did. You said it. That's, that's awesome, Rena. I need. I might need to see too if you're related to the Deets that I know. That's not. A, I mean, I. You don't hear that last name very often. But you sure didn't I know hear it from me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're. I don't know why we're harping on this. To be for me, I you know like look it's like as you're allowed to miss like I could say Holy tapestry tapestry but I can't mispronounce the last name without dude <laughs> isn't it beautiful how some things never change it is just I'm gonna take I'm taking a screenshot right now of this oh of this hey beauty. hey so, oh, of you I think yourself? I just turned the phone off I, just, I was like <laughs> I don't know what you did um, good lord lord your, bless ca your camera's uh, off though Okay, well, if you're <laughs> bonus bonus content, if you're watching, here we go. Ready? Wow. Just act natural. Oh, act natural. I'm I'm acting natural. This is me. I got it. My name We're is Natural. Now. And um, I don't know if I've ever I don't know if I've ever taken a screenshot while recording before. Well, the thing That's is, I could take you know, we got the video. Okay, Mister Fancy Guy. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so in lieu of riddles in the dark, I was thinking we could do a strawberries with cream. All right. Yeah. Can I? Can we cream? Can we <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, so I had this at the top of the dock, and I just I breezed over it, and all that you know, excited fury that we opened this episode with. But what is the biggest lake you have ever been? Because we get that beautiful description of like not like Bilbo says he he didn't know anything. Not the ocean could be that like any body of water that wasn't the ocean could be that large. Yeah. Do you have an experience or like a first time you saw a really huge lake and not not talking Apple Valley <laughs> where you were where you were like, holy cow, how is this not the ocean? 
Hmm. How is this not the ocean? I mean, yeah, for me, being in Ohio, it just has to be Lake Erie. I mean, that's that's really wasn't dry. Wasn't Dry Creek? Are you kidding me? Uh, Lake Erie. Yeah, Lake Erie. I mean, I I'm trying to think of like like other bodies of water though that I've really large bodies of water. Yeah, it's it's Lake Erie. I do remember when I was a little kid going up there uh, and going to. Oh my gosh, I'm such I'm 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 terrible. I don't you know I'm more of a Southern Ohio guy. All right. Yeah. Uh, What's the famous island up there? Putin Bay. Right, Kelly's Island. Uh, Kelly's, Kelly's Island. Island. Yeah. Yep. Goodness gracious. So, anyways, uh, going Jeez. up there and seeing sort of who is this guy? He's living in Ohio. So this guy even <laughs> what, a, what a slow coach. <laughs> what a what a oh, man. But <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, going up there though, <laughs> I I actually to this day one of my favorite things to do. Shout out to my friends uh, up in Cleveland, Swish and Flick. Yep. Anytime I go up to visit them, and and you know the pandemic when the whole when everything happened, mm-hmm. right? Um, I took, we couldn't go anywhere, but I found a few, few spots on Lake Erie that I could just go drive. Everything mm. shut down. I drove up there by myself and I just stared mm. off into, mm. couldn't see the other shore. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're oh, massive, huge. they're, huge. they're massive yeah. lakes and, and Erie is like the smallest awesome. one. I think Isn't Isn't it that really? crazy. Yeah. One, wow. it's either the smallest or the second smallest. Well, it's yeah. the greatest. So, well, it's one of the greatest lakes. I uh, know I said it's the greatest. Oh, it's lake. the greatest. Yeah, sorry. It is beautiful. They've yeah. done a lot to clean that lake up too. For a while, Cleveland was just kind of pumping. Yeah. I mean, the river that flowed into it caught on fire at one point. I did hear about that, but they fixed that. Burning all Burning river. Okay, you don't need to they be f- like. I just said right. they cleaned hey, it up. You know? Can you imagine b- the barrels coming down that river and no. entering Lake Erie from the seventies? Be like, oh, Thor- then they Thor- then they could like- complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and and maybe you know then I don't know the fire would have come from the water. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Lake Erie's beautiful. Um, that would probably be. Well, I mean, so Lake Michigan as a kid, because I my earliest memories of are of Chicago, but they don't. I don't have any like vivid memories of the lake. Honestly, as odd as that might seem, mm-hmm. um, I would say probably the most. I think the most blown away I've been by a lake is when we go up to Canada with uh, Sarah's family and we drive by Lake Superior. Yeah. And you look out over Lake Superior and you know it's one of the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, freshwater lake lakes in the world. And you you look out and you just you see blue you just see water and you're like right. oh my gosh and people knock people knock the Great Lakes people act like the only only place you can get big bodies of water like that are the oceans and that they're so different mm-hmm. but if you go to a, if you go to Lake Superior and it's a stormy day there's freaking tides man oh yeah and there's waves and there's white caps and I don't know like it's not salty. I, yeah. Some people like salt water. I think salt water is disgusting. So, like, the, the beautiful thing about the Great Lakes is it's like an ocean, but you don't end up smelling like salt or getting salt water in your mouth. It's, there be, and, dude, there are portions. Um, Mackinac Island, when, when we go to Mackinac Island and you're up on these cliffs and you look down, it, it, lo- it looks like Caribbean water. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it is glacial blue. Yeah, and it, it, you're like, where are we? Like, this looks like Jamaica or something, man. Yeah. Like, but it's, you're in Michigan. You know, um, just 
it's an amazing thing though and you can understand like why our navy trains there that's why they train oh, well, on those big lakes they're well that's that's they're not seas. the only here's the thing that's not the only reason that they train there i will say this and then we'll close up shop here because this, is, probably, this is pretty scary there's we don't know what's we do we do not there's know what they're, what they're hiding in the great there's lakes mo- we do not monsters. know what is going on there i will not i'm telling you right now it's gotten so bad i used to like swim in ponds and and, <laughs> and things like that i used to that's a big used to okay uh, You're such a hobbit, dude. Not You're anymore. Ho- I don't like him either, though. Not anymore. I, no, I, I, no. I, people. I don't. I can't, I don't remember if I told this story or not. But at Virginia Beach, I was attacked by dolphins when I was nine <laughs> or ten were. years old. Oh yeah, I think you did tell the story. I think I did, and I'm I think you, you right did. Now, <laughs> I were just they protecting I, you from a shark. They were protecting me from. Well, actually, okay. I thought they were the sharks. You know, right? Plural. Right. Um, right. I'm screaming, crying, wet my pants out there in the ocean. <laughs> And like everyone's just waving at the dolphins. Here I am, like thinking I'm getting <laughs> ate alive, uh, <laughs> like screaming for my life. I mean, literally running. And I was, oh, I was nuts. So I don't know what's out there. And and actually, uh, I've thought about that day. It's it's almost like one of those like alien encounter things for years, where it's like, no, no, no. Those dolphins, even if they were dolphins, I sensed something. That wasn't me reacting to, to there was the a fin presence. or the do- There was yeah. something else there. Was there. I know it wasn't just the dolphins that was causing me to act, to act that way well, as, a young, as a young boy. Here's the so. scariest thing, bro, is that saltwater, you don't even have to necessarily worry about. So, okay, uh, Jaws, right? The reason we're all afraid to swim, the Jaws films. Sure. Are based on freshwater bull shark attacks. In like the early 1900s, bull this, sharks, I, dude, bull sharks. That's what you got to watch out for, man. I, bull sharks have been found in the Mississippi River. Done. Wait a minute, they've been found in the Ohio Ohio River. river. I heard about as that. you and I could drive two hours from now, go swim in a river and get eaten by a bull shark, and we're in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. And they are, dude, bull sharks are ruthless. Like most sharks, they bite into you. They go, oh, crap. I thought that was a seal. And then they don't eat you. Bull sharks bite into you and go, yeah, this is food. And they devour humans. They are, they are. Lane? I don't want to use the word monster because hey. I just drank one. They are, and I mean it in a respectful, like nature, ruthless way. They are monsters, man. They are, mo- like you and I. Could drive two sh- hours from here and die of a shark attack. This, uh, not well, even guys, two hours. Uh, stay out of the water. That is, stay, stay, stay out of the out water. water. Stay out I'm of the win. water. Uh, stay on the ground. You know, I mean, there's no reason to get up on ladders and go flying on planes <laughs> and getting in deep bodies of water. Uh, we'll come back next no. week with a a uh, shark week for you guys. We're we're doing a whole imagine? special on bull sharks. Are you mocking so. me because I know about bull sharks? No, I'm saying like that's what frightening dolphins. To me. Sh- okay. That's frightening to me, and I just don't think you know. Between what if the I come orcs, back, yeah, I just <laughs> what if what if we come back next week and I've got like just scleral black contacts like shark eyes, and I'm just staring at you. Uh, I'd be pretty messed up. I, I uh, and then I open my mouth and I like filed my teeth down to like sharp razors you can't undo turn myself and then i I have like i know you can't it's a commitment (laughs) and then i have like horns and i misunderstood what a bull shark actually is it's wild all right well uh as i'm gonna do a quick plug for share the load all right
Yeah. Guys, gals, uppers, young and old. Um, you know, long time ago when we were first getting started, part of Share the Love, we said, hey, go check out Patreon. We got great content. Become a patron. Just, yeah, I'm going to say this. We're going to, res- with, with, with what we're able to do through fan side and Minute Media and some, some ads that we're going to be working into our podcasts and being able to monetize, just, just get off. Just quit Patreon. Just quit. Get quit. Like, don't even do it. Uh, you know, um, just don't even join it. Don't hey. even join Patreon. Hey, you know I- what you can do? Yeah. You know what you can do to help this podcast yeah. continue to grow and have more opportunities and just become a merrier gathering? Right. Continue, just continue to download episodes. Right. Continue to download episodes. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And send us your Tolkien stories. Yes, sir. That's as always. And continue to engage with one another. Continue to, you know, become, forge these friendships that are, are lifelong, regardless of what a- anyone may say. And there are some people out there, you know. Everyone knows this. You, you stick around long enough and some people start to, you know, not like you so much. And that's okay. There, there are worm tongues in real life. And there are Saramans and Sara Womans in well, real life. Lane, and that's okay. Hey. And that listen, as that's okay. Yeah. Yep. And and there will there will no matter what you do, there will always be people who uh, some people who don't like you, and that's fine. But don't ever forget. And and if they say contrary to this, just let it go in one ear and out the other. Don't believe them. Don't ever forget that this podcast was formed on friendship. That the very beginning of this podcast was all about creating uh, a more accessible Middle Earth where two hobbits can be in awe of wizards and elven lords and ladies and at the same time sit down and fellowship with other hobbits. And that that, that aspect of this, of, this, of this podcast will never, ever change. No matter what anybody... Preach it, son. Anybody says. So, what Preach were you going to say, young man? I well, I better say mine because you you know me. This is this has been the episode for where I try to pull a, pull a quick funny, and Lane takes us on this on this. De- it's so ironic. I don't even. Know I want your quick on. funny. Give no, me your I, quick funny. I've I've already forgotten it. It had something to do with you oh. being on your shadow facts there for a second, and it was like <laughs> no, but it was actually really good. And I was like, well, yep. Uh, so well, there you go. Now, honestly, and I, I agree with all of that. You know, uh, Lane and I love doing this. Uh, we, we love getting after it in the books and just in talking the, about the show. And we're working our way through The Hobbit. We're going to get to The Silmarillion. And this summer is going to be great. A lot of fun, yeah. exciting things. You remember that time we told you guys to not, uh, you know, social media, don't worry about it. Then we came back a couple episodes and we said, hey, check it out. Here's how we're kind of handling stuff. <laughs> Same thing applies here, which is like, Give us an episode or two, and don't worry, guys. Like the, the truth is, the importance is that we want you here to enjoy the fellowship yes. and to hang. Um, yeah. But uh, we're just going through some, some changes and some, some things that make it more uh, manageable. Because, buddy, at the end of the day, I mean, what it started on is you and I went to sitting, da- sitting down and talking about uh, a chapter yep. out of these amazing books. So for us to do that, uh, we need the time to do that. We life gets yeah. busy, and so we've got to kind of simplify and streamline things to where we can 
where we can do that. We're right. We're on Zoom now. We've we've you know. I know. I know. It's it's crazy. We still get together. We still got re. I mean, honestly, guys and gals, very uh, exciting things happening this summer yeah. for the podcast for Lane and I personally uh, for our yep. friendship. I'm just like super excited. And there's there's stuff that I want to say, but I'm like, no, no, no. We have another episode as you don't need yeah. to send. We're not going to four hours. Okay. I promise. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, maybe, um, yeah. I mean, time is just literally zooming by, you know, you're unreal. <laughs> so is mine. My zoom is fired up. It's literally like, actually my phone is about to melt down. Cause that's how I, I have, have internet. Literally no 30 time minutes left? left on that memory card. We are lucky. I Dude, thought I had I have, plenty of time. I only have 387 hours, 30 minutes, and 45 seconds. That's unreal. You think we can? That's that's an insane number. That's an that's over an hour for every single day of the year. <laughs> and I've never cleared this thing off. Like that is amazing <laughs> to me. That's amazing. All right. All right well, all right. Uh, it is uh, of course. If you want to send us anything in the mail, uh, some people love like handwriting their Tolkien stories and sending them into us, and we love receiving those. Uh, please no hate mail. Please no anthrax. I don't think I need to say that. Um, you know, for any worm tongues out there, don't send us like an ear or something. That would be or a nose. You know, we won't no, forget right. the sniffing. Right. Um, just kidding. Uh, but send it to the Shire PO Box ninety six Amanda Ohio four three one zero two. It's time for Fortnite farewells. Maybe it's weekly well wishes now. Maybe I don't know. Is. We'll we'll yeah. figure it out. Um, we want to thank you for chilling at the lake with us. Hopefully you didn't catch a cold. <laughs> Next time, we'll be finding our threshold in Chapter 11 <laughs> at the doorstep. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, like us, write that review, leave a comment, or send <laughs> us a shadow fax. We'll see you in a fortnight or a week. Who knows? And remember... Bilbo knows. Oh, that's who knows. Bilbo. Ah, jeez. record that whole episode again i messed up can you imagine dude? wait wait wait. lane's like i have over three thousand hours left on my we have to fill this we could go for a year straight no no that's dumb i just watched hour i, I watched lane's kids grow up behind him as he's continuing to podcast and the just babies are coming in white like like <laughs> ruth is is grown and and <laughs> like driving dad do you need anything like Dude, like my clothes start growing plants on them and stuff. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.